0: art and bullshit
1: podcast you are now rocking with the best art, 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 art and bullshit podcast yeah 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 yeah, we are back y'all it was popping with it you know what i'm saying episode what is it 105 of the Art and BS Podcast, the podcast by artists for artists and art lovers. I am your host from the West Coast, James Gerald's, holding it down in the slums of the Cultural Arts District in Broadway Studios. Let's get some housekeeping out the way. Shouts to the cats over on Apple holding us down. Hit us with that um, you know, the review, the rating, all of that good stuff. Cats over on Spotify, hit us with that follow. We'll see you at the end of the year in the wrapped up. We appreciate you. Three niggas over on Patreon holding us down. <laughs> We appreciate you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners on the web on all those miscellaneous apps. I see you because, you know, some people, surprisingly enough, some people don't have Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever. But, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Announcements. Um, we dropped a bonus yesterday. You had to get some bars off. They, they, they trying to jock our style, you guys. So I'm, I'm sending y'all. Pick up your candles. Pick up your, you know what I'm saying, your flamethrowers and let's light these joints up. Um, we still got t-shirts for sale some block printed art and bs hoodies on deck if you want those hit me i got you we have some hand embellished lino cuts on deck as well inventory is still popping if you guys need some still life joints you need some landscapes you know holler at your boy we got that um no holiday pet portrait commissions this year that stuff is too stressful so y'all will be all right um Anything else? What we got? What we got? Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it for the announcements. And uh, yeah, other than that, I think we got, yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting something, you guys, but we'll get back to it anyway. The plugs, you know how we get it. Um, Yeah, oh, we also got those Art and BS stickers from uh, Wild Style Science, so uh, hit me up on those. Returning family members, we appreciate you guys coming out. First time listeners, you saw me just get out of the whip. I mean, it, I mean, we here. nigga alert! nigga alert! So what that means, because you guys are probably really confused. You came for the Robert Amador interview. You here? You trying to see what's up with this man? Who, man, we going we gonna get to the intro in a second. But listen. You guys, are, you guys are a little excited You guys have been sending me threats You guys have been like James Worthy's episodes That we smoking on James Pack tonight And I'm not feeling that So calm down And uh, yeah, let's be easy So let's get some records right Our Art and Bullshit
0: Podcast Podcast
1: family, what up?
0: Art and Bullshit Podcast
1: start you guys off with some soulful joints. Yeah. Smoke it if you got it. Sip it if you got it. You know it's really popping.
0: Let me take you into a world of fantasy, a world of love, and world of podcast. Just relax and come with me. Let me love you. Let me hold you close. Let me ease your troubled mind.
1: Entrepreneurs, keep that schedule filled. Nine to 5 keep that AirPods in so your boss ain't tripping. You know it's really popping. Relax now, baby. Just let
0: yourself go. Cecil's gonna take good care of you, baby. It's gonna be just fine.
1: Gotta turn my MDRs up for this. So fine. out to all the it ladies breaking the hearts, breaking pockets, it's securing bags, and popping tags, I see. we mm-hmm, jamming out. They ain't doing this over there. You yeah, know we, we gotta hit y'all with some soul, man.
0: Art and Bullshit Podcast, Art and
1: Bullshit Podcast, Art, 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 art and bullshit Podcast. Yeah, y'all know how I give it up, man, got a lot of horns popped up, I'm about need some gunshots, shit, I forgot to load up the new drops, you guys, that's what I forgot, that's okay, I'll do it later on, alright, let's get some, let's get some shit, you guys ready? Art, art and Bullshit podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go Turn me out.
2: Hey, yo, come here, take my hand. Let me flex on you. Robbie G10 chains on. I get my neck
0: for you. Bro, David
2: Choppers move by so down. brought me
0: eight dollars and my cell. I had to sell me. My
1: selling. All my illustrators, where are you at? All my painters keep it popping. Make sure you wiping their brushes off. What kind of mediums do you rock it with? Gal Kid Light, you got that Neo McGill. What you got? Stand oil. Shout to all my niggas with the halal macchiatos All my cats sipping the breves the, the grimy ones with the Americanos Man, you know how we do it Art and Bullshit Podcast Can't forget my cats with the dirty chai Hey yo,
0: remember me I will Mr. miss them Mr. Sidney I finicky I could tell the talk take was Art and Bullshit
2: Podcast Still work, you gotta swipe up to us Sporting Mr. Light Specs Eating maestros niggas riff such you do your bed don't let it do you and stay away from supper
1: okay let's get the hype y'all Art and bullshit Robert amdor is in here man heart and bull podcast let's get the hype me a load of Art and bullshit the podcast. Epic on the beat. Robert Ebedore, is in the building. Pull your socks up. Check the composite in your maca. Yo 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 yo. Whatever. Jacket. We was in the yard playing with them cans hitting box Y'all was in the yard playing with them cans. Sitting on the porch sipping rock stars. We different. Keep the K close to the crime court the slow fly, go. got to keep a face So baby make no mistake about it I remember them days without it Fiberated Often imitated, like never duplicated The style trendy, that them made, other cats emulated no man. listen new days, new legs, problems, problems, news, If you don't hear the drop, it ain't official It just get better with time It's like it's greater, later, winner Every time I got the the skill the building can't kill That's real Who that? The Undeniable Undeniable skills in the, the building Robert Amador Hold tight undeniable. Fresno cool, native, even you know they what I'm saying? Hold, up, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. up. Uh, 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 Listen, like I feel like this is Fresno. We pre- should close pre- y'all out with some pre- Fresno shit, though. I smoked the pre- whole pre- wallpaper pre- through this joint. Y'all know I got rolling metal. You know? it's just take it's them with time, it's like it's a moment the and the undeniable yo it's undeniable broadway she studios all up in here all up in, it in the un- in Art and un- where... yeah, cool yeah <clears> i will yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you guys what all the stuff is afterwards Art and hmm shit Move and Rome and Rome on streets. the raises, head. shit, I move. It's no cup of fuck the Rome streets and planet Asia, Asia, Robert. Whether or not I make a big plug, the spots with shady characters that make them take a snip, it was all the that I manifested. Far fetched, with me on the record, let it fly, and it's your exit. Natural, I pass whatever test, guess it. Make ADD niggas come out of pocket and pay attention. The shit I jot is ayahuasca. Only great attention is what I project. My dialect is derived from. From the side where we cut up a pot to a quiet shit And every side got the same story Get it from 15, my scheme is to make you pay 40 You perform Art and, and call it on the sideline mm-hmm. like the score key I'm serving niggas right, like I put dragon my nips in the for this joint you been know what I'm saying. I was 14 was cracked University of South Dakota in the joints, in the joints room room. 99 cents at the thrift store you see me Ladies, yeah. you see me hey, with the AKA Young Habanero, I keep got it hot. Like Fresno, uh, stand up. Washington, where you at? Ohio, I see hey, yo, pop, you. Texas change, was pop, good. You is is know what I'm saying? Oregon, Tennessee, hold me down. Like the Indiana, keep it Hoosier So with the East Coast, yo, the the coast VA, I see heart you. Yo, scrolls loose, fucking scrolls dead homies, I'm revengeful. From the intro, independent rich ritual, and I got Black a this new I do need to turn the liquid inside it to a crystal once the knowledge hits you. Set it off in the sweat box, we built different. Belly flopping on Ben Franks, give thanks that I don't want to faucet your face mm-hmm. yeah, with we the heckler here. for all my non coat checked coat stretching niggas. Army Force, all the photographers Marines check and your seals. aperture they We tap there like a Catholic is the
0: the plan
1: Fiends is paying still my team not stand still love is overrated when it's not paying bills living my life on some way to go shit favorable hits photo flash flavorful kicks clip extend though. 20 shot basic old defender can't I'm so beautiful have to put myself in the friend zone
0: Art and bull podcast we just gonna
3: use that as is.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh.
3: Yo, my grandma bumped this shit, bro. That ass
0: Art and Bullshit Podcast.
1: Mm. We are here, episode 105 of the Art and BS Podcast. You've seen the artwork, you read the description. Here by popular demand. Listen, we got a man who was known throughout the town. Prolific with the pencils. Ho, 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 ho. Listen, let me tell y'all about the first time I ever came across this man's artwork. 2010, Broadway Studios, Young James Drills, trying to make the transition, you know what I'm saying, in this fine art shits. First Thursday of the month, I step in, you know what I'm saying, like Weapon X, filling it, checking out the scene. I walk down the north side of the hall. The door was closed. I looked to the left. I saw a note. The note said, hey, if you guys like my drawings, take one, slide some underneath my door. There was like 50 drawings. Pen, ink, masterfully done. The line work was immaculate. Man, listen, this dude. I was like, man, you might be a pioneer with this pen work. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. You know, and fast forward. Up to current times, you know, we got a chance to chop it up and, you know, get he he told me, yo James, look, I got a whole bunch of new shit cracking. I mean, I'm checking out the new work, y'all. <sighs> Fierce with the figurines, you know what I'm saying? He touching these Ninja Turtles and adding texture, y'all. It is serious, <laughs> man. They ain't ready. Ooh, man, get it cracking like a Seattle weed spot. You gotta see what you did to Bebop. Without further ado, please give a warm round of applause for robert amador
2: what's up james man how's it going happy to 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 finally be able to make it in dude i I know we've been uh we've been playing uh, a cat and mouse for a while yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. yeah. we got you man you here. it's an honor and a privilege to have you you like what i'm saying so robert you are, no, you're not, you you got to go through the obstacle course, man. Art and BS Ninja Warrior. So the people need to know, what was your first memory seeing art?
2: Uh, First memory seeing art was, uh, my dad was a painter. So uh, watching him paint, because he'd have these giant canvases that he would, and he, he was a hustler, or he still is a hustler, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, he would have these giant paintings. We we're behind on rent, you know, uh, powers getting turned off, you know, we got whatever, it's it's cold. So you know, back in the day, the the Fresno winters were cold. They're not they're not too cold now. But um, you know, and he's got a, he's like shit. What can I do? So he would crack out these giant paintings, giant oil paintings. You know, recreations of whatever he would find like a dope, uh, some Aztec calendar or something like. I want to make this thing big bam you know do this giant painting and then he go slang it to some uh to some Mexican restaurant usually like Castillo's or somewhere okay uh, uh, Castillo's or like Cancun back in the day okay. uh, uh, what, what's called Los Panchos now and in, in, uh, in Fulton Mall used to be called Cancun mm. and uh, yeah he just go slang these paintings man and then you know then we're eating good that night
1: we're getting the we're getting the we're getting the good we're getting that good rice you know man. yeah dang that's heavy yeah so the artistic gene runs in your family like deep
2: huh it it does it does yeah yeah. he's he's uh he's i mean he doesn't paint he doesn't paint anymore Mm -hmm. um i you know i've been wanting to get him to to try and and um get back into painting for Mm -hmm. a long time but yeah paints paints uh he used to paint and um used to uh used to sing with mariachis and things like that so Mm -hmm. it, it, it runs it runs pretty deep you know i i um i Had a had a little bit of a little bit of musical talent when I was younger, but now you know I I got I got none of it now. I got Mm. arthritis in the fingers from 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 drawing and whatnot. So that you know I I can't hold the guitar, man. Mm. You know, (laughs) but uh, yeah, yeah. It was funny you bringing up that um the the drawings under the door, man. That was (laughs) uh yeah I I had I think I was going. It was one of those nights where I had a bunch of buddies having shows. So I was like, "Ah, fuck this! I don't want to I don't want to stick around, and I just put a bunch of drawings and prints and all kinds of stuff. Um, and I was having a screen printing so there was probably a ton of screen prints in there too. Mm. I left a bunch on 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 a chair I think or a, a little table or something and yeah, I left that note, you know, leave you want something slide a couple bucks under the door, take a print and uh and when I and when I came back at the end of the night, um they were all gone and everything was gone, the whole thing and I was like, "Fuck, dude, I got jacked, man. Somebody took everything." And uh and I op- and it, my door was locked and I was like, "That's weird." And I I unlocked my door, I open it. And there's like just wads of cash on the floor, mm. and uh, and somebody had taken the tape. The, there was like a couple prints left. Someone had taken everything and put it inside for me, and just because they were like, someone's gonna steal it. Which you know, I I left them. You mm-hmm. know, I I didn't care if someone stole it mm-hmm. or not. Right. You know, but uh, yeah, that um worked out, man. It, it's it turned out the the honor system works hey. sometimes. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah that's hard that's hard man so okay now I'm curious though like so your pops was painting when you were a kid what type of artistic um subjects were you into
2: um the you know same thing that everybody else was into. I was drawing like Ninja Turtles and GI mm-hmm. Joes and like all kinds of you know uh, drawing like fight scenes and like shit that. It, and you look you look at my drawings like I look at some people's early drawings and early paintings and they're amazing, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I look at my stuff and it just it looks like every other kid's mm-hmm. like. <laughs> it's just that I stuck with it. Yeah, you know, I just stuck with it is the only difference. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I mean it was nothing. No, you you can't look at it and go like, man, this is so great. Like this guy's going to like, it's just nah, it like any other kids, mm-hmm. any other kids drawings or paintings, um, right. you know? And as I, got, as I got older, um, you know, I, I, since I stuck to it, I got a lot better than, than most people around me. I think mm-hmm. all of us, you know, I think everyone who as an adult is like a painter or a drawer or whatever. Um, they were all like the artsy kid in class, you know, they were, they were the ones like doing the drawings for everybody and like, mm-hmm. you know, writing names or whatever for people, you know, like we all got that same, that same origin story you know um and i i came up with people who were really like super fucking talented and they um, and what's crazy is like these guys that i grew up with who were super talented um grew up and are super successful in Mm. in, like a non-art type of career or Uh type of thing they're they're successful in that Mm. but um you know they they had that talent and it's funny for them to like you know, whenever I run into them, they're like, it's always that, it's like that guilt right mm-hmm. away. They're like, oh man, I want to draw. I've wanting to paint. And it's just like, whatever, dude, you're fucking out there like programming computers and shit, mm-hmm. like doing some, doing some boss shit and you know, and like you see me and you feel guilty about like not doing like silly doodles or something. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, but, um. I think it's the stubbornness, you know, I think we're all stubborn. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, keep on, you're just like, fuck yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to become the best, dra- the best drawer. I'm going to become the best, like painter. It's just like, you know, it's that, yeah. that stubborn. you have, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. be like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to make an, uh, an okay living off of this. It's mm-hmm. like not nah, we're all like shooting for like something. and it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to be like some kind of art star or something, but uh, you know, whatever those, Whatever those whatever that big that big achievement is. Mm-hmm. Um we're all like we all have that. We all have that thing. Like we wanna get, I wanna get in juxtapose. I don't even know if juxtapose is a thing anymore, but yes. that was the thing right. back in the day. But I, To you your know. point
1: though, like hearing you say that, it's like we all need a goal for ourselves. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm hearing. And the person in art who doesn't have a goal for themselves, they're fucked in the water. Because oh, yeah. it's like they're looking at you like Oh, I wish I could draw, but you're like, dude, you're doing what you want to do. I'm like chasing this goal I have to yeah. be like whatever like level of draftsman I'm trying to get yeah. to. But like that's my goal. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like you gotta figure that what's in your heart, figure that out. Because even if you came over here and you tried to like be the dr- best draftsman and I wanna like paint these figurines and shit like that ain't you. You would you'd fizzle out. Figure out oh, what yeah. works for you. And I think that's what I see, at Amador, is like a lot of these young artists are like, "What should I draw? What should I draw?" Uh, and they're man. not looking inside themselves; they're looking yeah. outward.
2: Yeah, there's there's nothing. Like I understand artist block. Mm-hmm. Like I get it when it's like, uh when you're you've got too much to do, mm-hmm. and and I mean, and that always comes comes down to like that, like uh like uh, all of us have an ADHD. Mm-hmm. You know, and and when you really read about ADHD, it's like it, it's not you know it's not being like oh i'm too hyper again. It, it, it's just like there you 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 focus in on way too many things at once and you're trying to do and then it's just it's just that constant distraction i've always mm-hmm. thought of artist block like that mm-hmm. like it's like there's too many things that you want to do and you can't you can't focus in on on just one thing so when someone because i'd hear that here is people going i have artist block uh and it's just like and they don't do anything mm-hmm. and you, and it's just like most of the time I'd say when people say they have artist block. They're just lazy So it's work just, avoidance it's all it, it, oh, it is that's all it is. it's just that it's just like the person who's like Oh, I'm so stressed out from work and it's just and that's valid It's completely valid to be stressed mm-hmm. out from work But you know, it's also like you go to work and you're just like sitting around and then you get mm-hmm. home and you're like Oh work was so stressful and it's like what did you do? dude? you didn't do anything at work? You know, mm-hmm. and it's that kind of thing like when I hear artist block it's like what's you know because i always ask that when someone's like i have artist block and it's just like what's what's the block and Mm -hmm. then they go "Ah, i don't i can't think of anything to paint and it's like how can you not think of something to paint like paint a cloud Mm -hmm. like clouds are fucking beautiful Mm -hmm. like i you know i i um i teach painting uh within within the prison system i teach these guys to paint murals and paint when when i teach them how to paint clouds it's like it's like teaching like a little kid about like mixing colors or like their mm-hmm. mind is blown and they love and like they just want to they just want to paint clouds. So, like I'm like <laughs> check this cloud check this blending technique and they're just like what? The, like show me how to do, and they they're just like they they want to spend hours painting clouds. Mm-hmm. And it's like to hear someone who can paint whenever they want and they're going I don't know what to paint. I'm like shut up dude mm-hmm. like yeah, there's yeah. plenty of shit to paint. Mm-hmm. There's trees. Like trees exist, yeah. you know? Like you can just paint trees for the rest of your life and like never truly master them mm-hmm. you know and and it's just i don't know it's ridiculous our, our, you know artist block i think to me is like the biggest like weirdest that we're just sham or whatever mm-hmm.
1: i don't know No, you I, know I,
2: it, it is work avoidance work avoidance is perfect mm-hmm. that's like right on right on the money right and, yeah.
1: and i think you know what helped me out was in my notebook just writing down all my ideas oh like yeah in my sketchbook so i have like all types of fucking just dumb ideas yeah. and then if i ever feel like there's nothing to draw or paint i just crack that thing open. yeah I just
2: crack that open man um sketchbooks i used to keep sketchbooks like crazy like mm-hmm. i would i would knock out a few sketchbooks a year like where i would just i would just always always draw them my sketchbook Mm -hmm. to where um the point where my 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 wife who at the time was my girlfriend and and jason graham Mm -hmm. um both were like had like a sit down with me with like you can't keep pouring into these sketchbooks because you're not selling them Mm. like you you're you're an artist who's like makes a living off your art and you have these books that are full that have like 80 paintings in them that you're not you're just putting away you're putting them on your shelf after like yeah you know and and um it was that type of thing where like I was spending so much time on these sketchbooks and up until probably until my, my daughter was born um, six years ago, there was never a moment where I wasn't in my sketchbook. Like even just like writing grocery lists or like writing, like what my favorite, like writing like top 10 of my, what my favorite movies are like, right. That's mm-hmm. just like dumb shit. Yeah. But I was always in there. I was always in the sketchbook, you know? And, and, and that's, To me, it's like as a creative person, there should always be—you should all, even if it's just one thing a day. Like you should, you should paint. You should like draw. You should write a list. Write whatever, whatever it is. Like do something where you're you're outputting. You know, like Mm -hmm. uh, output is like the most important thing. Like you should always do that just to kind of keep your brain fresh and like keep you know. So I don't know. I I was I I realized like at a certain point I wasn't in my sketchbook as much. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, what happened like why 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 am I not?" And it's just and I realized like it's my phone like mm-hmm. my phone became the thing where like I'm just- scro- endlessly scrolling through and mm-hmm. I, and i'm i I try to keep on top of it now like if I'm in the studio, it's like I put the phone away and I'm just working on something, mm-hmm. and then when i when I'm taking a break if something's drying or something, or like go and like take a like a piss break or something mm-hmm. that's the time that like I'll go do a little scroll you know yeah. I'll scroll through and like answer a couple messages mm-hmm. and whatnot. it's just like that's the only way to do it Because mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's tough this thing like took over took over that.
1: Yeah, know. no, it I totally agree. And the thing to your point is, you know, I took like a huge social media break. Yeah. Amador for my mental health. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And when I, I came back and I was like, okay, I don't feel like I missed anything. Mm-hmm. But what the thing that kinda got me was the stuff that I like I don't know what everyone was doing so I was like I wish there was a way like this explore page or something showed me what all the people that I, I follow I know. are doing Yeah, and that way it's not like in this like I have to go to everybody's page mm-hmm. and look through the last three months of yeah. what they were doing Yeah, you know and that's that was the only thing when I came back I was like okay I do want to see what everybody's I, been working I know. on I know. it's just a fucking mission to go through And I, I, yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: once once that once there was like uh you know you always hear like the algorithm fuck mm-hmm. the algorithm like that kind of thing and it's like it, it is true though like at a certain uh, you know at a certain point instagram kind of caught on and like they started like feeding you certain they're like facebook and all, you know whatever mm-hmm. and it's you see you see the difference from you know a, a few years ago where you'd be able to just see all your friends stuff mm-hmm. to now it's like you you see someone's stuff by accident and then you go back to their profile and you see all these images and you're like, how the fuck did I, mm-hmm. well, how did I not see any of these things? Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't give me any of these things and, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's weird. And then you go, you know, like it it would be, it would be great if there was like just an explore page of just tiles of just your, your friend stuff. And you can mm-hmm. go through and go like, wow, look at this stuff or look at this or mm-hmm. not even friends, but people you follow, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, because, uh, yeah, the explore page is the worst. Like that's yeah. like the worst time waster, man, to go oh, through there, you know.
1: Dude, when I can and here's how, here's how whack Instagram is like before i left it was all like graffiti and nikes yeah. and painting you know what i'm saying yeah. and then i came back and it was all like this weird tabloid rap shit and i was like yeah where did this come from like <laughs> they're I like we care. think you might like this yeah, yeah. And i'm like i don't care how drake feels right now you I know, know i don't care what kodak black has <laughs> yeah. to say about dmx i don't give a fuck about none of that i like, know where are the paintings at you know like yeah yeah all that one?
2: all that yeah all that stuff came in um you know, like, when, when, like, TikTok first came out, mm-hmm. like, I'd look through my Explore page, and it was just, like, weird TikTok dances mm-hmm. that look like, that are just, like, the stupidest, like, this looks so dumb. <laughs> like, every single one, like, I would put that, like, not interested thing. Like, mm-hmm. I would actually go through and, like, put not interested, mm-hmm. not interested, because I was, like, what the fuck is this stuff? Like, these people, like... And and it's always like young girls doing weird dances, and mm-hmm. they're like not really dances. <laughs> they're I don't know. I was like I, I immediately was like not interested in all this shit mm-hmm. or like skits and like weird things like, like are you skits that aren't really skits. Or are you like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like uh, like waving an airplane in or something like it's weird things like or like uh, weird those weird skits that like aren't really that funny. Mm-hmm. They're just people like pantomiming to things, and you're like, mm-hmm. what's I don't. It's like
0: I don't understand.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like completely. um Completely cool to be uh, an original right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a really, a really good, a really cool thing, you know?
1: Well, but see, the the messed up part though, Robert, is, is what it does to us as artists. Because here's the thing now, now we're like, oh, we got to compete to try to oh, get yeah. airspace. Yeah. Right. So like I had the running joke last month at Art Hop. I was like, yeah, painters got so desperate. We had to start making shirts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like facts because it's like how do we like how do we stay in this space like you know and then it's their specialty like you know like you get murals or like you do your figurines which we're going to talk about that but like art hop now and because you've done it and then it's like it's like now it's it's
2: it's completely different than when I yeah yeah yeah, it's it's so different than Mm -hmm. when I when I was when I was at Broadway at first I mean, I was here when it first opened. Like, I was Mm -hmm. one of the original dudes, like in in the in the spaces. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it was complete. Like, at 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 that time, which is two thousand five, two thousand five, two thousand six ish. People didn't even know about art hop. Like, it Mm -hmm. was such a, it was such a like made for older people type of thing still mm-hmm. uh, downtown at least because there was yeah. nothing downtown besides like the galleries that you know we're just like older people went to mm-hmm. um so no one went oh, going to shows was like a weird thing so i mean in, in those days like we would actually still make flyers like mm. jason and i like i remember uh for broadway like we put up hundreds and hundreds of flyers throughout i mean and there were still there was still like boards to put flyers on mm. you know you'd go places and everyone would have a board with wow. like events going on because we didn't have like you know, and it's just like I'm, I'm aging myself. You know, with showing like we, we didn't have event events to like send to people or mm-hmm. things like that. Right. It was like you'd actually go to a board to see what the events were. So we'd go around to like we'd go oh this one has one oh uh you know tower has one oh, or this bo- yeah you know like <laughs> it would it was all these places you know that had boards to put things on. So we would go and put put them on those boards, um, and then just put just just put flyers wherever the fuck we could like wherever, and um we we did that I think maybe once or twice um and and that opening night we there was like tons of people here Mm. and uh and then the next the next month after that and then after that we we never advertised okay you know um we were we were like really um we were really kind of staunch about not joining up with the art hop you know quote unquote the art hop flyer Mm because at the time like there was like a little flyer that was they showed Mm -hmm. you all the spots you remember that Mm -hmm. yeah and and we were like nope uh-uh. Yeah. we'll never be in that we mm-hmm. this is not we're not part of art hop mm-hmm. you know and that type of thing and then and so um we started doing that and you know people came to to broadway to see what was going on in broadway they weren't coming to broadway because it was just a, another stop or another mm-hmm. place or or that one place you could hang out in the alley people hung out in the alley still mm-hmm. i mean it wasn't like a thing it's just where the overflow would go people right. would walk through check out all the studios and then they end up in the alley um so it wasn't really and then not even the alley, but also back here, back mm. where the where the, uh, the, parking, the parking lot, lot the where the where the mural mm-hmm. is at. Um, you know, they, they would go they would go there too. Like that was a spot. Now what so.
1: was that building? What was Kepler before it was a school?
2: Um nothing. It was a it was a it was a um just a like a, a parking structure, but nobody could park in there. Um, so there was nothing, there was nothing in there. Whoa. Yeah. I, uh, somebody owned it. I don't remember who owned it and they, they would just store stuff in there. They would, okay. you would, you would look in sometimes and there would be like some fancy cars or something in there. Like mm-hmm. they would just store cause it was closed off and like, they you know, you couldn't get in there. Even if you mm-hmm. tried, like the, every, the windows were high, there was bars on the doors. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't get in there. Um, so it was nothing. Okay. There was nothing there. Um, the, I think they had the radio station right across here, but there wasn't, they weren't there like all the time. Okay. Um, so there was all these, th- everything was empty after a mm. while you know which was which was also something that we kind of took advantage of was that it, it was just a ghost town here mm. after six it's a just a fucking ghost town besides right. the uh this uh whatever this hall is i can't remember the name of it right over here in this corner um mm-hmm. when they would have parties or whatever yeah they would be people there okay but um other where than they that, had
1: like the weddings at and stuff yeah right? it'd be like a
2: wedding or quinceanera mm-hmm. or something yeah. but other than that like there was there was nobody you know, there was nobody around, so we just be out here just doing, just on some bullshit, like just hey. out there just doing some crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like, um, I mean, we we're there, we got like countless stories of like just doing, just doing some silver tooth kid shit out hey. here. You know, uh, but
1: <laughs> when you said silver tooth, <laughs> silver tooth kid, tooth kid activities, you know. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, but yeah, uh, when Broadway started, we were, um, or I, it, it was, it was, uh, um the next, the next gen of, uh, of H street, of H street studios. And I, I didn't have a studio at H street, but, um, but I was, I spent some time there right before it kind of all just got shut down mm-hmm. and then it came over here. Um, and that's where I met like Josh Wigger, I met Lamarron Heard, Icho. Uh, I met my cow there. Um, Vicente Aello. uh, I think I met Ramiro there too, but, um, yeah, I met all those guys there. And, uh, it was just like the most insane place I've ever seen in my entire life. Like it was so fucking crazy there. Like the, it was, it was, it looked dilapidated already. Like it looked like it was going to fall down on you. Right. Damn. And every square inch of the building ceiling included had paint on it, had drips on it. There was drips all over the, there was paint all over the, it. Instead of mopping, they would just pour a bucket of paint on the floor and just roll the floor. Wow. Like that's how insane it was. Like it was just, there was canvases like floor to ceiling canvases like there was just it was crazy mm-hmm. like there was just a no no square inch of that place that wasn't art in some way shape or form nice. you know um so that was that yeah that it, the, i i went there and i was like what the fuck is this place and uh and i and i you know spent a couple of nights like going over there like they'd have like part like crazy art parties and things and like you know, take, I, at the time, I don't even think I was drinking. Mm. So I didn't even drink yet. I would just go over there and just, like, hang out and, like, paint and shit. And, like, uh-huh. everyone's, like, hammered and, like, you know, putting things up their nose.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sounds like, about right. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then that, that kind of leaked over to here. And what was funny was um when this place opened, when Broadway Studios opened, a lot, of, a lot of the cats who were over there who just went to the art parties came over here thinking it was going to be that same kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But this was more – this was – I mean – you know, obviously it wasn't completely upscale, but it was a it was a, a notch or two up from what that place was. So this place had a little, a little not so much rules, but a little more rules, and that the, everything went over there. People were mm. doing crazy shit over there. Those people like throwing, shoving like shirts down the toilet and like mm-hmm. exploding the toilet like yeah, just weird shit yeah, yeah. and it's you like know, over
1: here they want you actually appreciate the building uh,
2: yeah over here mm-hmm. yeah yeah please don't like punch a hole in the you know don't mm-hmm. do this don't do you know that kind of thing don't light things on fire please yeah. you know that, and that kind of stuff so it's like you know um it was funny seeing the people kind of not want to come over here who were, who wanted that who mm-hmm. wanted that that kind of energy they came over here and they're like eh, this ain't this is lame now mm-hmm. but it's funny to think of almost 50 yeah, 15 years ago what the place was then and they were going uh eh, it's not it's not that crazy anymore to like think of what it is now and it, then those sta- by those standards that was still pretty pretty crazy mm-hmm. you know to to what it is now yeah you know just a bunch of like um just a bunch of lost boys you know hanging out doing dumb shit over here mm-hmm. you know making art some sometimes sometimes yeah. we, or most of the time. Who knows? But
1: also, I think that it was cool because the collective and it's oh, like yeah. everyone having their own artistic discipline. It yeah. It poured over to, to the other artists.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. Definitely. Def- that, that uh, more than anything, you know, being pu- and, and it was organic, you know, a very organic collective of mm-hmm. artists. Um, we all did our own thing. Um, we all came in with our own, with our own style and with our own whatever and uh, you'd see like people's style leaking into everyone else's style like, the people who didn't draw all of a sudden they were drawing people who didn't use oil paint were would try oil paint. Like it was that kind of thing Mm -hmm. where it was cool. Um, Or it was something like, you know, you can't really, you can't really go into wanting that to happen. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to let it happen. Yeah. And um, I remember early on, uh, Michael Garcia coming by Mm -hmm. and he was like checking this out. And he's like, this is, this reminds me of the dorms when I was in Like when I was in art school, this is what it was like. Like it Mm -hmm. was like this. And I was like, fuck dude. Like, you know, you always have that thing where, at least for me, you know, there's a couple of us who we didn't, we didn't follow through with an art school education. Right. And so we always kind of felt like we missed out on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to hear that and to kind of understand it, especially looking back, yeah. it's like it was definitely that. Like that was definitely the school that we all kind of went to and learned from and, you know, um, traded we traded uh there was a lot of like trading paintings for rent type of thing yep. going on which yeah you know yeah. i don't it know how much still be, goes there <laughs> might still be pop as a yeah. matter of fact yeah. me, yeah. <laughs> you know and uh, at the time it was like uh it was like a weird thing <laughs> yeah tra- definitely trade paintings for rent man yeah man. Um, but uh you know it was funny that at the time like it was a very strict like hey you guys can't sleep here mm-hmm. and we we're like all right Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not sleeping here right like no no no, no. Mm-hmm. and then you know show up a resident would come by to the hallway like super early in the morning and you would go like you know it'd be real quiet and he's like who's here and we'd go like uh not me you know like that <laughs> guy <laughs> <laughs> you'd hear like all these like all these snickers throughout the fucking hallway you know because everyone we we're all like we we're all sleeping here we did not mm-hmm. no money we were like sleeping on the on our futon shit. right you guys come up right? yeah hell yeah hell yeah yeah, hell yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, so you know we don't and it, even some even I mean, most of us had a place to go, but it, it, you get so you get so caught up in like wanting to stay at your studio, like it's like I want to wake up and paint, mm-hmm. I want to go to sleep tired with paint on my hands still, mm-hmm. and like that type of thing right you know that we all we we all did it like we all were like, you're like if you
1: know, i go home how do i get up at 3 a.m and like exactly exactly
2: yeah, yeah 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 that type of stuff happened so you know it was a lot of that a lot of like taking the sink baths you know a lot of fucking like, a baths. <laughs> <going> <laughs> the <whore on>. baths. <laughs> we they take a lot of whore baths so you know and then like um it was funny man it's like uh there was such a such a uh uh like a a, a strange um, war of like energy in this in this building where mm-hmm. people always came by mm-hmm. when we didn't uh, we, we'd be standing around like putting a like one of our one of our kind of like you know favorite meals was like we put sriracha on, on, a, on a cracker okay. and like that's what we'd have for dinner because we didn't because none of us had any money because we blew it you know right after our hop right, right like blew that fucking wad of cash and you're like eating crackers like oh man hopefully somebody comes by and it all oh, it was like clockwork like someone would come by and they'd go like, "Show me your work," you know. And we go, "Hey, we got this. We got this." And they go, "What's about th- What about this one?" And you go, and you'd end up like making a sale. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, "Fuck, dude, come up, man. All right, yeah. we're, we're having burritos tonight, boys. Like, right. let's get some fucking burritos. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, let's go. Like, let's get some Robertitos, dude. Yeah. Like, let's go get some. Mm-hmm. Let's let we're all gonna eat. You know, big old thirty pack of tecate and like a fucking some burritos. And like, we were set. You know, living yeah. like kings, to us anyways. You know, because mm-hmm. we were just eating some crackers, mm-hmm. <laughs> crackers, rociadachas. But um, yeah, man." Um, You know, I look fondly on 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 those days. Uh, I wouldn't want to, wouldn't want to relive them now. I don't think I could do it. I'm fucking spoiled now.
1: Well, okay, because I'm listening to that, and it's that type of stuff builds character. Oh yeah, put a price on it. No, you know, no, and it's like doing that enabled you to actually have like a deeper appreciation for not only like the like the super crazy Sriracha and saltine struggle.
3: Yeah. You know,
1: yeah. but you're just like, okay, like I kinda did that, I'm there, and then now oh, yeah. I can take that. No, you experience.
2: can move on from it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's like, you know, it, it's it was it was great when it happened. Um it happened organically. I mean if if you you know it's like if you knew going in what you were gonna do or the struggles mm-hmm, you're gonna have, right. you probably wouldn't sign up for it. Mm-hmm. But being in that moment, it was. It, I mean, it was fucking. I, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade any any of what we did, like, you know, for for anything. Like, I wouldn't change anything about it because it was all. It was all awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. we loved it. You know, we loved uh, hanging out and having this kind of this brotherhood between us. Where it was kind of funny because it's like you come in and you kind of you kind of think of everybody as like your coworker or something. Like it's just like yep. it's like hanging out with like people down the hall at like your apartment complex or mm-hmm. something. But we all did it. We all fucking hung out all the time and like you Know, um, bullshitted and 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 got a a lot of us got a lot of work done, uh, while we were here, you know. Um, so that was that was always great, and I, I think, uh, um, we all picked up a ton of skills from each other and whatnot. Um, you know, I, I I um I did a lot of a lot of screen printing in what the few the few classes that I did take while I was while I was at city. Mm-hmm. I went in a city and I was like, all right, I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna learn everything I can, and I'm gonna drop out. And then I'm just gonna fucking just go for it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's exactly what I did. Like I went I went to school. I, I took a bunch of painting courses. I, I didn't learn anything from those painting courses. They were all like like everyone would show up and like the teacher would show up uh, and just like smoke cigarettes with like the with the fucking RT kids, you know. And we didn't know, we didn't learn shit. So it was like kind of just open studio time. Mm-hmm. And I was like whatever. I got a I got a garage. Like I, I was at my parents' house and it's just like I got a garage. I can like do this in. You know, I don't have to like come to school and do that. But when I took uh, printmaking, that was the one where I was like, just you know, uh, priceless amounts of information. Mm. Just learning all this shit, learning about about block printing, learning about screen printing, um, and being and having access to a lot of like be, having access to to the dark room where I could burn burn my burn my screens and being able to use the press and all these kind of things. So that thing, like I took that and screen printed. Like I see your shirts. Like mm. I would screen print. Shitloads of shirts, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, um, and just off my drawings. Like they weren't even like they weren't good drawings for shirts. They mm-hmm. were just drawings. Mm-hmm. So I would take those and I would just screen print shitloads, shitloads of shirts and sell them at Art Hop, and that would just like cover, like that was my my rent for the month. Mm-hmm. You know, just selling tons of shirts and uh, and then making little prints. Like I'd make so much stuff, and I mean, it, it'd get to the point where I would um, sell the one that I was going to keep. I'd go like, this one's for me, or that's my little stash. And then someone would go, oh, I wonder when I missed out. And I'm like, uh, I got a couple. Here you go. Like that mm-hmm. type of thing. Yeah. So you'd sell it all, you know, or, um, or going to um, like the Prince, you know, coming back to the Prince thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, at the time, Kinko's was still around. It wasn't FedEx. It wasn't bought out by FedEx yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'd go to Kinko's. And if you remember, Kinko's would have different colored cards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'd go and like the purple card was like the card you could put whatever amount of money. You got you got a buck, you put a buck on the purple card. The green one I I believe had some kind of higher limit or was the one that where you um you 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 prepay or you or you pay after. And then they had a uh, a blue card and the blue card was the employee card and they would um we go to the one on out there on in Clovis on Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um we'd go out there. Jason me and Jason took a lot of trips out there. And we would go at like, uh, you know, they were open 24 hours. Uh, so we'd go over there at midnight. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they only had college students working. And they were working on these overnight jobs that they had to rush out. They were just like, fuck, we got we to gotta get these jobs out. So we'd go over there and be like, oh, I'm going to print some stuff. And they'd go, uh, how much are you going to print? And i am like, I don't know, probably like uh, 100 copies or something. And they'd go, all right, uh, here you go. And they'd give us uh, the employee card. And we'd go, cool. And they'd go and they'd go do their work. They didn't give a shit what we were doing because to them it's like they're doing these jobs that are like these big jobs, you mm-hmm. know? They're 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 big money jobs, and we're we're gonna print five bucks of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever, do your thing. We'd go and we'd print fucking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of pages of copies off of our sketchbooks, um, color prints. The color prints, I mean, they were probably what thirty forty cents at the time. I think now they're like a fucking dollar fifty or something crazy. Mm-hmm. But we'd print just hundreds of these things right so and then we then you know sometimes we they, they'd they be right there and we'd go you know one would get two cards and we go there oh, you go and it'd be like five bucks on the card even though we printed fucking hundreds of dollars of things and or they wouldn't be anybody at the counter so we just go like uh, fuck this let's you know we just mm-hmm. bounce yeah so we just had all these like stacks like we'd walk out with like big ass stacks of uh-huh. black and white sheets and I started making zines like we would make like a shitload of these little zines, mm-hmm. you know, they're just these little booklets, just black and yeah, white yeah, cover. That. yeah, cover color copy, mm-hmm. uh, put a staple on there, you know, and, and, uh, and I'd sell those, I'd sell those for like a buck or two, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then once they started getting real thick, then it's like, it's funny, like at an art show, you can sell things for like 10 bucks mm-hmm. for like for a book that at an art hobby you could sell for like $2 or something. Yeah. So it's like that, you know, that, that, you know, uh, doing, shooting the price up when you're at a gallery, mm-hmm. um, so we do that and same thing with the prints the prints were like five bucks 10 bucks 20 bucks whatever um so you're making all this cash off of things that you essentially just stole you know so yeah we're like man we we would we would do that um and i'd have a lot of like younger folks come through and i would just give them shit i'm just like whatever like they'd look at it and you know when you're when you're like it's still in still in college or whatever you're looking at a table and there's all this cool art on it or you're looking at the paintings on the wall and they're you know they're like 500 bucks and you're like i can't do 500 bucks and you look at the table and then you know the book's five bucks and the print's 10 bucks and you're like shit i only got a 10 spot in my pocket and, I, and i'm trying to get a couple beers or whatever mm-hmm. so you're so they they'd look at it and they go ah and they look through the book and they go like just take it dude and then no no and they're like just take it just take it and a lot of those same folks who i gave stuff to for free mm-hmm. they'd come back around when and now they got real money you know five years later and now they buy the painting or now they commission you Mm -hmm. to do the mural or do or whatever. And it's like this thing where, you know, it's just, it's all, it it all always comes back around, you know, like it it was, um, something that I kind of always like, and, and even just the, um, the idea that you need to make something work for you rather than you're always fucking working for something else. You know, Mm -hmm. like you can't, you can make paintings, but you know, at what point are you just rushing a painting? or are you rushing a drawing? Drawings are a little easier to rush. Cause there is an end point with paintings. The endpoint is a little blurry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously you know that, yeah, you know how yeah. that goes, you know, you never know where the end point is. You, you think it might be there, but mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know. It's that, it's that, that water on the road yeah. where you're like, keep getting closer and yeah. closer and that yeah. water keeps getting further away. But with like prints or like stickers or fucking zines, things like that, like you could, that's like something that you can always make money off of, you know? And, and, you don't have to keep making the work. The work's there already. Yep. You're just fucking slinging that shit. And, you know, there are artists who look down on it, look down on, like, reproducing your work or, se- re- or selling reproductions of your work for cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, but I- I'm, that's not I me, Because I struggle man. with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's not me. I- I'm not precious about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not precious about, you know, of course, if it's a commission for someone, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make a copy of it and sell it, you know, because right. that's theirs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as far as, like, your drawings from your from your sketchbook, mm-hmm. doodles some painting that you did that shit like i can print it up sell it man yeah. <laughs> selling that shit well, and
1: it's funny robert because i think like there's like this double-edged sword that i, I always play with and i'm like i want to do like small batch runs yeah and things like that but like realistically it's like all the shit I like, even though it may be a small batch run, yeah. like there's hell of those motherfuckers. Like like let's just say you went out and you were a kid and you wanted to get like Deadpool issue number one or like yeah, Spider-Man yeah. issue number one. Like there's like hundreds oh, of thousands of, them of that, right? Yeah. So like, or if you wanted to get a fucking Michael Jordan rookie card, like when they printed those Michael Jordan rookie cards, there was hell of them bitches. Yeah. So it's like, when I think about, okay, James, you may have sold – Seventy five ice cream prints. You may have sold like two hundred ice cream prints. Yeah. In the totality of how many people there are, that ain't shit, right? No. So, like, in order for me to really make a dent, it has to be like ten thousand ice oh, yeah. cream prints. Yeah, yeah, know?
2: yeah. I mean to have a proper amount of stock you have to have overstock Mm -hmm. and if you don't have any overstock then you're not making enough Mm -hmm. you know that's how it always goes it's like if if you if you're sitting on them then it's like perfect Mm -hmm. but you know if that's you know i always i always thought that was funny where like you go somewhere and and people somewhere have 10 prints for Mm -hmm. like a a, their gallery show and it's like dude what's fucking 10 prints dude that's Mm -hmm. like that's just your family walking in. Yeah, you know, there's a ten prints right there. You know, like it's not even there's not nearly enough. And I, I always had the the problem where I would make too little of something because mm. I was always I'm I'm still like. I've got, like, one foot out the door at all fucking moments, right? Like, that's just me. Like, that's me. Like, you uh-huh. know, I, I'm the dude, like, going, like, where were you? And it's just, like, I was fucking gone, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking booked it, you know? <laughs> like, that's me, man. Yeah. I, I'm not sticking around. I'm not, I'm not. you know, I'm not going to stick around and, like, fucking answer questions or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, I'm out of there. And that's how, I, that's how I, I treat, like, artwork. Like, I've always been, like, you know, I'd make 10 prints and they'd sell. And I'd go, like, all right, cool, shit, I should make, uh, I should make like, 15 you know, like that mm-hmm. type of, yeah. and then those 15 will sell, And I go like, oh, I should make probably like 25. You know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where someone who was maybe a little more of a risk taker would go, oh, I sold 10 prints. I should make 100, mm. you know. And and who knows, you know, because I've seen that backfire where someone goes, oh, I oh shit, I sold 10 prints. I should make 200 prints. And then they, they only sell like 15 more off of that. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, fuck, I'm selling, sitting on all these prints. Yeah. And I was always scared of that. I was always scared of like, shit, I'm not going to what if these don't
1: move what if this is the one but that's inventory also oh no it is it Mm
2: -hmm. is and I and I I wish I would have made more of the things that I made Mm -hmm. so that I would have them now right and also so I could kind of pass more out as you know as the time went on but I was always like I'm still like fucking you know like pussyfooted about it I'm like oh shit what if nobody wants this one
1: yeah
2: and you know it's like the it's like the um that, that meme with the dude, like the fucking, he's it, got like the hat on and he's just like, you should make prints of that. And it's just like, doesn't buy a print. Like that type yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that. No. Know? And
1: that I'm like, you preaching to the choir because yeah. so often it's like, hey, you should XY Every time someone tells me you should XYZ, yeah, that person is never nope. interested in buying nah, work, like nah. anything. And then uh-uh. even the times I've done it, the people never buy this shit. No.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's how it's it, how it always goes. And I uh you know, I I've heard that way too much. Like I would never get that I like I always try not to get that excited about that type of thing when mm-hmm. someone goes like, Man, I really want a painting. I really want this and and you go like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, we should let's talk, bro, let's talk. And and then you see that same person again next month and they're going, Man, I, I wanna buy a painting, bro. Mm-hmm. I wanna paint. And after a while you're like, I have paintings. Mm-hmm. They're right there, they're on yeah. the wall. Facts. I fucking buy one right mm-hmm. now if you wanna buy it, you know? Um and, and if you don't want a painting, buy a print, buy mm-hmm. this, buy I got all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really wanna buy it um but you know it's just it's like almost just the thing to say to an artist yeah you know you kind of go like man these fucking paintings are cool if i had the money i'd Mm -hmm. buy one and you're like fucking have the money dude like yeah your shoes cost double what this painting costs yeah i'm like bro you
1: got that supreme bag and you're talking (laughs) about this little six (laughs) by six yeah
2: come on i had the money bro and it's just like you got the money you, you know um when i when i was uh when I when I didn't have like any fucking money, I was still buying art books. Mm-hmm. Like I would buy I would buy art books when I was you know in my fucking early twenties. I shouldn't have been spending that money on art books, uh-huh. but I would mail away like i remember getting david cho's book oh shit i got that i got Bruce fruit like directly from him Mm. you know for 20 bucks shipped you know and it's just and he fucking signed it you know everything sent it over sent a bunch of shit a bunch of postcards all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. in this in this envelope and even drew on the envelope nice and he sent it over and it's just like taking those types of risks with people's artwork it it always fucking pays off in mm-hmm. one way or another. I'm not saying I'm, I, I still have that book. I'm not going to sell it or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that book for fucking ever. Right. But it's like, you know, give people some fucking money for their artwork. If you really want to support them, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it, it helps out. And it's just, and it's not even like we want to make money, but shit like paint's expensive. Brushes are expensive. You know, that shit. Well, fucking And you have up. studio rent. Yeah. You, you got your you fucking rent. Gas, and you like and- and to eat, you know, yeah. <laughs> you want to fucking yeah, eat, you know, sure. like, uh, uh it's, it's getting cold it's fucking winter winter's hitting hitting in the broadway mm-hmm. you know i remember how cold it'd get in here I like, would be fucking freezing man and it's like man that the heater gets expensive you want a little heater in your room you know mm-hmm. i don't know how they charge you on uh electric anymore but you mm-hmm. know uh, probably
1: fucking room to room now no nah, it's <laughs> it, not <nah>, it, everything <laughs> is that we just pay rent and that's oh, okay it, you know <laughs> yeah. but the thing is is like it's funny because like last year reza called me and he's like yo james um can you have a talk with everybody because the electric oh, bills shit, higher man. Are you
2: the are you the Broadway super?
1: I was fucking... for a second. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yeah, was for shit. a second. Um and it's like can you you know, but everybody was using the like yep. big dish heaters. Yeah. Hell yeah. And he's like, yo, Those things he, pull so much right. And he <laughs> said, James, the the electricity was so high, I could have bought all of y'all a, a heater and it still would have been cheaper.
2: Yeah. I mean say what you know? You should have said. Uh, you should have said, "Fucking do it,
1: Reza." Right, right, right. Also, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stock heaters. Do it, for the man. Joy, you know? What yeah, I mean? if I
2: can put some goddamn <sighs> some central heating in this shit, you then know? man, come man.
1: on. But you know what, Reza is like. I feel like this is the one place in Fresno that has the level of magic.
2: Oh yeah, you no, know. Still, because, still. I, I mean, we all we would always give give Reza shit, but he he. For him to to leave this place what it is And even to open it in the first place uh, It's It meant so fucking much and he didn't have to do it You know Mm -hmm. he didn't have to like open a spot For artists to like come and like do some some bullshittery mm-hmm. you know like yeah. it did, he didn't he didn't have to do that and still to keep it to keep it going
1: and to know? be an art, art an artist an investor like and a collector yeah like yeah. because i mean like it's just like when he hit me like yo james let me get that one and then yeah. like he hit me recently like yo you still painting them uh cityscapes let me you know paint one of broadway for me throw it in the frame and i, I, I uh-huh. you know and then it's like i see him in here talking to all the neighbors oh, yeah. and he's like yeah i want to get that for christmas and uh, this and cool. i'm like fuck Fuck, yeah, like, yeah that's support you know yep. it's like the, the landlord that's not just trying to take your money but he's trying to put money back in your oh pocket. yeah
2: yeah no it, it's he, and he's he's always been like that he's got an insane art collection if you mm-hmm. ever i don't know if you ever checked his stuff yeah out and he this, invites
1: me over but i've never like
2: uh, i'm yeah. always doing some shit you know I, know I need to get over there i know mm-hmm. yeah i know that and especially like now, now there's uh for me anyways like i got i have so much so so much of like uh like Jason being back and like uh mm-hmm. you know having friends in town, and and we still don't see each other. We're still like you know when we were here we'd see each other all the time, and we still like uh got together. But it gets harder as you get older, you know, to make that time. I got kids, yeah. You know? And we
1: go get to that the second. Yeah. But it's fifty six minutes into this shit. We've been on all <laughs> art, Robert. So yeah. it's time for some BS. Okay. All right. All right. We got to get to the bullshit, my Let's dude. Let's Get to it. Okay. So, you have a chance to host a poker game or a dinner party with five people, dead or alive. Who are these five people? Shit,
2: man! I, I heard. Oh, fuck! I've been listening to your podcast, and I, and I fucking still. And I thought about this question, and I still. Uh, I don't know how about my my answers. I probably have to have some friends there. Okay, you know. So, shit, man! I would probably just pick like the like OG Broadway boys to like be at that thing, just because I I get so fucking. Because uh, you know. I don't it's tough to like when you when you meet people that you've been wanting to talk to mm-hmm. and I don't mean locally or nothing like that mm-hmm. but when you like some people are just like they're not interesting to talk to and with with a lot of the like I could I, I I've known like I've known Josh Wigger for f- like fucking 16 17 years or something and when I when I talk to that dude like we can talk for like five hours straight about nothing and and still like go like oh you know oh shit we got I gotta I gotta pick my kid up from school or <laughs> I gotta do that and it's like we could talk to each other for fucking hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. without without running out of things to say and we know everything about each other you know and it's yeah. just like and I and not just with him but I, I could talk to Jason could talk to to icho mm-hmm. you know with my cow, like I mean, I'd probably just pick my fucking boys to like sit at that table, and mm-hmm. we just like just talk about some bullshit, you okay, know, for okay. hours and hours and hours. Because yeah, that's uh, like uh I mean, I I'd, I'd want that. Just I could probably have that now, but it's so hard to schedule everyone together yep. now. Mm-hmm. Where if I had like a round table and and it actually was that type of thing. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier to get them at that than mm-hmm. like get like some dead artist to like come mm-hmm. and show up, you know? Okay. It'd be a lot harder to schedule these guys than it would, and it would, you know, some fucking <laughs> like raise someone from the dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I see what you just did. That's a callback. That's yeah. a callback. I see what you did. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Me yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I right, well, and how about this? I'm gonna switch that shit all the way up all on right. you. So excluding your friends. Yeah. All your friends are taken off the table. Okay. You have a chance to curate an art show with five artists, dead or alive. All right. Who are these artists? None of your friends.
2: None of my friends. Okay. Um, let's see, I'll just I'll just go through like favorites. So it'd probably be like, uh of course, like I fucking love Basquiat, but I I think it's like it's almost it's almost like uh synonymous with like like saying like, oh, look at that, that's a Picasso. Or like that type of shit, where it's like so much people love, or not? I don't even know if they love Basquiat. I think it's just become a cool thing to, 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 to be into. You can see it on. He's a I rock see pop. star artist. Yeah, and I yeah. see, it, and I think it's it's reemerged as that, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but Basquiat for sure. Um, fucking uh, David Cho. I love David Cho's work. Um, so, so him. That's two. Uh, let's see. Um, probably shit man uh I don't know if Mike Mignola does that type of stuff but Mike Mignola hellboy artist mm. I pick him um uh Todd McFarlane okay just because um it'd be funny to see him talk about his work mm-hmm. you know he's the best at talking about his work so Todd, filthy, man. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Todd McFarlane uh who's the let me see someone else um It's always tough because you don't want to go cool because if i want to go cool i'd say like james Jean. Okay. that's that's too cool okay not that he's cool but just the thing mm-hmm. it's cool to to he's like a humble artist but it's cool to say that okay you know he's a hot he's it's hot you know mm-hmm. and hot hot is tough i don't want to go hot okay okay so um i'd go uh um, maybe another uh topi i'd go with fucking you know um topi who does who does like the he's like what is i think he's is he french I think he's French,
0: Mm-mm.
2: yeah, either topi or Mobius Mm-mm. one of one of uh, it'd be a tough one, okay, yeah, it would be one of the
0: two,
1: okay, yeah, okay, what type of music do you listen to while you're painting or drawing? <clears throat> um these days, it's lots of podcasts.
2: I listen to a shitload of podcasts, um I used to have nothing but movies playing mm-hmm. all the time. I'd always have movies playing in the background, but I mean my m- right now my mus- like the the music that I listen to is like a lot of, um, a lot of like, uh, like Spanish punk, Mm. um, a lot of like Mexican punk bands, things like that. Okay. But I was, I was thinking about that. Um, the, a lot of the, a lot of the bands that I listen to are like female punk bands, Mm. female led. So it's like that.
1: Can Can you drop some names for us?
2: Uh, let's see. I like, um, what are they called? They're called Yellers. I think Yellers is fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to like look through my Spotify or something. Okay. But I, I got, there's all these, I, I got like these go-tos. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times like I can't even name the band or mm-hmm. like name the fucking album or anything. Um, but there's a lot of that. A lot of like um, weird ass, uh, like, uh, like it's kind of synthy shit. I'll listen to that. Okay. Um, I'll listen to, I'll have a lot of like um, 80s new wave, a lot of like post-punk new wave, things like that um for a while i was really into a lot of like indie sad boy shit you know um, a lot of like if you're a sad white boy with a guitar <laughs> uh, I, I would fucking listen to your shit
0: <laughs>
1: i was into that for, white uh, for people a bit. love to be sad they like they love
2: to be sad man they're Shasta always the
1: sad
0: white yeah
2: you sad, sad white boys dude you guys make some you guys make some good stuff I'm kidding.
1: People are gonna be mad at me. Like, James quit doing that.
2: <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm look. Let I me mean, look through my. Let me look through my shit. I mm-hmm. look through my shit. But yeah, I, yeah, But uh, I'll try not to like play anything. Mm-hmm. So so you don't get yeah. In I think it's pretty
1: funny. Now you can play where will? we Will can okay. join up. You okay. know, it's funny because you were like, yeah, podcast is like you know. I had to. I, I'm a podcast sort of dude. Yeah. You know, I like to do competitive intelligence. I'm a fan of the craft, and uh, you know, man, there's some some people out there jocking your boy's style man Oh shit they, man yeah know, at the beginning you know? what's that what's that you about know, so you know some people like, jocking yeah, you yeah huh? yeah, yeah. Hey, so if do, if, I,
2: if you got you know if you got people people jocking your shit you're doing something right right facts you know okay, but, yo yoners yoners is the band i'm really into mm-hmm. uh let's see uh, neon indian i've been listening to for fucking forever um i heard of this band called Molchot, Molchot doma i think they're like russian or something okay yeah shannon and the clams is fucking dope they're like throwbacks um I'll I'll always have like Melody's Echo Chamber, like always mm. fucking playing, like I'll have that shit. Um Yellow Days is dope. Uh I'll listen to like a lot of my friends stuff. Um you know, like a lot of like like Mike Adami stuff that, that uh that he that he makes. He's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine and a lot of the bands he's involved with I'll still have on like rotation you um, fuck with Fishbone? Uh, yeah, I like Fishbone, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, yeah. I fuck with Fishbone. Um, yeah, uh, like these, like these is fucking dope. That's a uh, mm-hmm. that's Mike's band. Um, I did the artwork. That's not the mm-hmm. reason I. It's not the reason I like them. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I would like them even if I didn't make the artwork. But yeah. but um yeah, it fucks with them. That's uh, hard. That's yeah hard. yeah that type of stuff. Uh, a lot of indie shit. A lot of like I, I'm I'm really into like ba- like you know like basic shit. I'm like mm-hmm. you know I mean I used to I used to to really dig through and find some like you know, deep cuts type of shit mm-hmm. back when it was a little easier to find things. And, um, and like when the, like the download sites were around,
1: mm-hmm. when I'd be able to like download something. Shout out to Napster, shout out to LimeWire, yeah, Pirate man. Bay.
2: Fuck yeah. Fuck Pirate Bay. Holy shit. Yeah. Pirate Bay was like the, the fucking spot. Mm-hmm. Like I got so much stuff off Pirate Bay. Um, and that, and then from there it'd be like, you know, you'd go and you'd get the record. You know, it's always like you download it, and then you'd see the band live, and then you buy you buy the vinyl in person. Mm-hmm. So it's like that type of thing, you know, where you you weren't you didn't feel too bad. Like I'll, I'll fucking um, download like you know some big name shit, and I'll mm-hmm. feel bad about it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just always that thing where it's just like you always see people going like, I, we got to go out and support Jay Z's new record, and you're like, why?
1: Mm-hmm. He doesn't what, need it. And it's funny because I had this talk with one of my homies. When that whole, you know, De La Soul, when they were going public about, um, you know, all the shit Tommy Boy was holding and everything. And I said, he was like, dude, like, what happened to De La? And I was like, nigga, when's the last De La album you bought? Yeah. Cause like, and I wasn't saying it like to be like that but I'll, i had to look at myself and i'm like dude i bought like the grind date that's the yeah. only album i've ever bought by yeah. them and it's like so i mean like you in order to really support these artists yeah go oh, to their yeah. websites go to their shows yeah. and then go to buy the shows directly. buy the records
2: mm-hmm. buy buy if they got shirts buy yeah. whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they got yeah um, you have to, you know, but yeah. I mean, when it comes to like some big name, like I'm, I'm not buying shit. Mm-hmm. Jay Z don't got none of my money, He mm-hmm. got none of my dollars, man.
1: Shouts the hove.
2: And yeah, I got, I got all your records, and I got, and you yeah. got none of my dollars, mm-hmm. my friend.
1: But the thing is, is he got. I mean, he's all right, you know. Jay Z, yeah. he'll be all right. Yeah, you know? nah, exactly.
2: <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean, if he was like a stroke, like you know, if he was like an uh, indie dude or something, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh man, I, that's fucked up. Yeah. I get but,
1: well, I mean, like, and he's kind of like that's the. Like that's the Jordan of the game, right? Like. like I mean, like went, ran, def jam, fucking left, fucking started getting in his music stream. He yeah. has arguably, I mean, like a lot of people don't fuck with tidal and i had it for probably like a year and yeah, i was just like that, that's so right. tidal is a superior streaming platform holy shit is a superior streaming platform that's wild. from like because they have like you can watch summer jam like yeah. like we're in california we can't go to new york yeah. and like so all the concerts they have on there like they have a lot of like that's video so cra- on there. it's
2: so crazy how big it is and i don't know anybody who has it mm-hmm. You yeah know.
1: that's well I mean yeah and I was the only one I like the people who I knew who had it were black people <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe that's what it is I did to ask I did to ask my black friends uh what they what they streamed their music on <laughs>
1: oh man yep yeah oh man so and then I'm trying to think why I got away from Tidal there was a reason I think because I started listening to a lot of podcasts that weren't on Tidal yeah so I was like okay and I'm not watching as uh, many concerts anymore but as far as like what they had to offer Apple versus Spotify versus title title was definitely a superior streaming platform. Apple just has like the, they, they're Ah. like the biggest dude. So they have pretty much everything. They they have
2: everything, but it's hard. I always found like it's harder to discover shit on Apple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's harder to find, to just find things. It's like, you have to know what you're, what you want to listen to when you're on there and other, even like, even like Pandora or something is like, it's easier to, to find new shit on there. If you just like fuck with your settings And Mm -hmm. you know, and just like are open to listening to to new bands or new artists or whatever. It's just like, you know, but yeah, yeah, Apple kind of, but they're just, they're like the biggest. Yeah, that's uh, like, uh, they got all the money. They're the biggest dick in town, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. (laughs) So, you know, it's, yeah, but, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, my musical taste is kind of all all over, all all over the place. You know, you always hear that where it's just like, I like everything but country. And it's just like, nah, fuck with some country shit Mm -hmm. too. Not, not modern not like modern country shit. Mm-hmm. Like I, I heard a couple songs on the radio the other day where um, there's a guy who was just like, I thought it was just like a song, like a jingle for like a commercial, mm. but it's like a real song where he's just like talking about Applebee's and like all kinds of weird shit. And I'm like, Whoa. what the fuck is this? Like, he's yeah, like, he, but he, it was just like a full on like promoting all the things he likes by name, like brand name. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so weird. But and it's a terrible song, but I know people probably love it, man. They mm-hmm. probably fucking love it. If you got if you got like a big truck, with a um, a Trump sticker with a Trump sticker and uh you know a, the the blue thin blue line mm-hmm. uh, American flag you probably fuck with that song mm-hmm. like heavy it's all yeah. in all the time you know your uh your your girlfriend Ashley with the the boots and the cut the short shorts is like dancing to that shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's great yeah
1: that's great. i'm sorry
2: i'm uh, mad shit dude i made your i made your podcast like racially charged man. no no
1: yeah i'm gonna tell you something man this is like we're all we're always here to have fun yeah no i am just fucking. and i i'm just, fuck, you know, and, yeah. and I'm just mm-hmm.
2: fucking around also mm-hmm. i love fucking i love everybody man yeah. i talk shit mm-hmm. but you know yeah that's my favorite thing to do is 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 talk shit that's fun mm-hmm. if i, I listen to the episode you have a maudo man and i was just like that that was like the the funny like um yeah, he, what, what, he was talking about something. I think he was talking about like when he when we first met and shit. Like, you know, I, I it was I was thinking about that today, man. When I when I met Mauro, um, and we like showed each other our sketchbooks and stuff, and and I didn't see him for a long time, mm-hmm. and then when I saw him again, like we became we became good friends like real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and we're painting together and doing things like that. And it's funny, like he was like, he's like, hey man, you know what's um, what's really crazy is like when uh, me and my friends would like go to shows and we'd like see your name here like see your name at a show and then we see a mural like who did this and see your name again and then you know well who did who did that oh it's you know and it's just like he's like we saw your name all the time and um we didn't know you and we didn't know like who you were and we just assumed like you were on drugs like some older guy like on drugs like fucking doing all these because it's just like how do you make this much work Mm -hmm. you know and like be like a you know there's no like young sane man it's just like some old man on fucking mm-hmm. drugs doing it and i'm like uh yeah you know, i don't i don't i'm not on drugs i just uh i drink i drink a lot of coffee that's about it you know mm-hmm. um take naps now do you have nap. a
1: preference as far as coffee you have a favorite brand or anything like that
2: no um not really just uh i just drink i like to drink it black um
1: oh damn I threw, I, know, man, I threw a little i know man threw a little cream
2: threw a little cream in there um uh, that's all right but uh yeah i drink it black um you know, just some straight up fucking black coffee. Okay. Um, I I like I like making my shit at home. Um, people fuck with Starbucks. Starbucks has terrible coffee. But now, I are will, you a I'll French press
1: kind of guy? Or are you an Italian espresso uh, kind of guy?
2: No, man, I'll I'll throw that shit. Um, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not like any kind of like coffee connoisseur. I'll throw I'll I'll, I'll straight up make a fucking instant coffee. Okay. You know, because I'm just like that that uh disrespectful of a dude. I yes! gonna make some instant Hold coffee. On, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, I'll see people like making these beautiful coffees and I'm like, I threw some fucking instant on that ass, some yeah, U bond man, some fucking yeah, whatever, yeah. you know. But get the uh, job done. Yeah, hell yeah, get that shit done, man. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking taster's choice of in that, you <laughs> know
1: <laughs> Maxwell House. Yeah, it's a fucking Maxwell house. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, fuck yeah. I like Busto though, man. I see all your cafe yeah. Bustos. Cafe yeah. Busto's fucking good. Yeah. I was, I drank a shitload of that um mm-hmm. In, in uh, Bakersfield, when I was there with with uh, with Wig, okay, uh, working on working on that Bitwise mural, we were drinking shit, little Cafe Busto, yeah, yeah, fucking morning, morning, mm-hmm. morning, noon, and
1: night, and mm-hmm. doing that shit. Solid price, like it's Fuck a yeah. solid price, man. Yeah, yeah, I fucks with heavy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what we do have, you guys, you know, I put some kites out. I said, hey, Robert Amador's coming in the building. You guys, uh, shoot me some questions. So I do believe we might have some listener oh, questions shit. to get Uh-oh. to. Oh, okay. So here, let me let me bust open my phone.
2: That's someone going, where the fuck is my painting? Commission this dude.
1: <laughs> people, Never yeah, people it. be asking me that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: hey,
2: I'm hey, just, man, I don't got any of it out there, man. I, I, I make them all. Mm-hmm. They're all. All my commissions are done. Mm-hmm. Not
1: mostly, I don't think they are. Yep. Um, let's see. Boom. Okay. Uh, okay okay first question i want to know if robert likes la jenny 69 la jenny, <laughs> la jenny 69
2: yeah fuck yeah man fuck with jenny 69 she's fucking dope who sent that in mauro yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah jenny 69's dope man she's got the she's got the game figured out if you don't know who jenny 69 is you probably look her up she's like um getting getting pretty big now but she's got uh not an ounce of talent as far as musical talent goes but she's like gonna fucking blow up because she's because she's hot and she like dresses cantily but uh she's tapping in you know it's funny man it's like um uh, the in like uh there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of like people who are in um they do like mexican like almost like ranchera type music mm-hmm. like ranchero music uh-huh. and um and and if you're like if you're if you're a lady who who you know, if you're easy on the eyes and mm-hmm. you can kind of sing, mm-hmm. you'll fucking make it, dude. You'll you'll kill it. Oh, yeah, kill it. yeah.
1: Jenny said. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. nigga. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I see she's going to kill like it. D- she's she's going to kill it,
2: man. I'm telling you, the music the music is terrible, but <laughs> uh-huh. she, she'll kill it. Yeah, yeah. It. Okay. She's, fucking, she's yeah, doing shit, good.
1: Nigga, I'll fuck with a Jenny 69, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she's doing all right, man. She's doing all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So next question. Um... How are you a father of 7 kids and you still pump out so much work?
2: <laughs> oh fuck, I don't even know who sent that shit in. Um man, it's hard. It's I got I got 4 kids for mm-hmm. the for the for the record. I got 4. I got 4 kids. Mm-hmm. Um uh it is um it, you just kind of have to use up like every fucking spare moment that you can um schedule I think is the best thing with anything. Even if you don't have kids, just schedule your shit, you know, try and be at the, in the studio by a certain time. If you're like, I got to be in there by nine, you know, fucking be in there by nine, um, have a certain time. You take a break to like have lunch, have whatever, you know, have a certain time you go back. And then also this is something that I learned way later in life was making a time to take a break is like, I didn't know how to do that. I don't know how to take breaks. I would fucking be obsessed with the work, right? Like, um, I, I go to the studio, I'd work, I'd work I'd work. Uh, I'd have some lunch. I'd go back work, work, work until I was fucking exhausted. And it's like, de- it definitely takes, you can do it for a while, but it definitely takes a toll on you. And I had to learn how to slow down with like having kids. I feel like I get more done. Um, I'm, I'm not working as much, but I'm, getting more done Mm. because of the scheduling you know optimization yeah yeah and and being able to schedule your shit being able to take breaks learn to fucking take breaks Mm because i did not know how to do that Mm -hmm. i did not know if i like was sitting like if i'm sitting watching a movie with my girl like that back you know years ago Mm -hmm. i would feel so fucking guilty like Mm -hmm. i was like cheating on the work like right i should be out there working right now and i'm right here watching you know, watching fucking Jersey shore or whatever, whatever I was watching in those. So days, how, you know. how
1: are you able to like, what? Cause I, I'm going to need some game on that. How are you able to like, not feel guilty at that point? Um, Like what well, was, cause you, you've been working. So you're like, yeah. okay, I've been working, right? That, so
2: that helps having, having some stuff done mm-hmm. helps. I mean, I still have those things where I get, I'll get like a crazy deadline and I have to completely dedicate myself to that project until it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, Like I just finished up a mural at the at the fair, at the Fresno Fair. Like Mm -hmm. I did that. And that was like the deadline was was insane. Right. It was like a um, a two essentially a two week deadline for something that should have taken taken me like fucking two months, you know, Mm. that type of thing. So it was a lot of like wake up. You go straight there. You work, you work, you work, you know, you have your lunch there, like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Luckily, it's in the east side, so there's fucking Tons of taco places and yeah. burrito, I just go grab a burrito, run right back to work, mm-hmm. and just work until like you know two three in the morning, get back up, take the kids to school, go head right back out, you know, work again, and um that that I can do that I know mm-hmm. I can do that, I know I have it in me because I used to do it all the time now it takes me a lot longer to recover, like mm. I'll have a few weeks of just like I'm fucking spent like I got nothing, and having a schedule where you go and you do a little bit of work and you get something done um helps with that helps with the, you know kind of ease those the that that workaholic type of feel mm-hmm. you know where i i know in myself if i don't accomplish something i feel th- throughout i just feel worthless like going like fuck Facts. Dude, i didn't do shit even though i did i mm-hmm. i went in and i worked and i did some stuff but i didn't i didn't finish something and mm-hmm. to me that's always like damn dude like i if i, I you know I don't I'm an, I don't know what I'm going to do man. I'm fucking I'm a failure. Look at this shit. I didn't finish. Yeah. I'm working on this painting, I'm working on this these figures, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, but I didn't finish anything. And that to me is always like, damn, you know. So having those things where you you do finish something, even if you finish like packing an order up and getting it to the post office. At least you did that that day, yeah. you know. Um so that, that I know that that for me is like personally on my own thing. I know that I, I struggle with workaholism. Like I like it's it's almost, um, and you hear it, you know, you hear it. And like I listen, like I said, like I listen to a lot of podcasts. So mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about how terrible workaholism is. And we're kind of, it's it's really driven into us that you should be. That's okay to be a workaholic. It's completely okay. But it isn't. It's like, it, it, it's because you're not, it doesn't mean that you're a hard worker. You can be a hard worker and not be a workaholic. I know that I'm, I can be a hard worker, but I know that I'm a workaholic. Because I'm just fucking, I'm just obsessed with the work. You know, I'm obsessed with getting these new paintings. I'm obsessed with getting this, getting that, doing that. Um, getting orders out. Going like, fuck, dude, I got to do this shit. You know, Christmas coming up. Like, I'm already. I'm trying to like, like I took on no commissions before the holidays because mm-hmm. I, I, every single year I do that where I take on commissions, and instead of like enjoying, like my family and like the downtime and whatnot, I'm going like, I'm gonna hang out for a little bit. And then I'm going to sneak out to the studio and put in a few hours work because I got to get this shit out, mm-hmm. you know. And this is the first time I haven't taken any commissions on. I might like I might, uh, you know, put my foot in my mouth and, and fucking actually take a commission on later on. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I don't. But I'm going to try and stick to my guns. But I still like would like to pump some shit out that I can like sell before. Yeah. Um. But I know that that's also like the workaholic side kind of leaking in and going like, you got to get something done, man. You got to mm-hmm. get fucking something done because because it, it is it's it is unhealthy to like be completely obsessed um and i'm trying not to do that you know um but it's taken me until now you know i'm, I'm 37 so it's like i've worked on shit from the time that i was in my early 20s up until you know probably until sometime early this year where mm-hmm. i would just went hard like i just went so fucking hard on shit you know and um and then I had to like, I had that slow down period where I was like, I gotta, I gotta get this kind of, you know, I, my kids are like, they're, you know, kids are like a great time marker. You know, like you don't realize how fast time goes until you have kids mm-hmm. and they grow up so fucking fast. Yeah. And you're like, like my daughter's six now and that shit just flew. And it's like, damn, like I gotta slow down and like enjoy this while they're still little yeah. you know before they like want nothing to do with me like right now they're like pumped they come into my studio and they're mm-hmm. like oh we want to paint we want to do this yeah. like my son like grabs my spray paint and just like all the trees in my backyard all the fences they all got fucking spray paint on them okay. you know he he's four so he's just like runs with it and like oh you know paints on everything mm-hmm. um so it's like you know s- slow down everybody fucking slow down take you know take a moment it ain't you know you see it you see it with instagram someone doesn't post for a while mm-hmm. and Nobody notices if you don't post for a while, right? Like mm-hmm. unless unless it's like you're, unless it's like your friend and you're worried about them, or like um, it's someone you're a big fan of and you look and you're like, damn, last post like you know a week ago or two weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? and you're like, fuck, I wonder will they drop some some new shit. But for the most part, like no one's no one's stressing you for not posting things, and you see it all the fucking time. People post something, or they just put like something in their story, and they're like sorry for not posting guys I've been really busy and it's like who are you apologizing to Mm -hmm. don't apologize to anyone for fucking taking some time off you know like it's okay it's Mm -hmm. okay to take time off um and I had to and I'm like saying that to myself also you know I'm also I'm projecting I I know for myself it's like you know take time off it's fucking it's 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 healthy man it's vital Mm -hmm. to like just slow down a little bit you know because I have I have that problem you know I don't know how to slow down so Mm -hmm. I had to fucking learn I had to really really learn you know um I don't know I don't know if you're like in that if you're in that moment where you're you've Done to slow down, or you're fucking. I know. I yeah. I think with you, man. I think you're you're still going 100 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, I, <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah.
1: yeah. if You could tell. Hey, you guys. Robert's looking behind me. There's two easels and three unfinished paintings. <laughs> like I'm stressed. Yeah,
2: you're fucking going for it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know that. I know that. I know that feeling. You know. I know that I've had the easels I got. Mm-hmm. I got a. You know. You're you're a little you're a little cleaner than I am, man. Like I'd have easels. And I have shit all over the floor. My fucking reference all over the floor. I'd be like, do you see the spot? Like the only clean spot would be the spot. That I'd probably be sleeping in You know That kind of shit You know But uh, Yeah I kind of had a notoriously Like um, Messy studio Mm -hmm. But like Organized messy You know Or like Organized chaos That type Mm -hmm. of shit You know
1: Yeah but I I think that It helped Because i started out across the building at studio 10 and having a studio and being around artists and seeing how different artists yeah. set their things up it it helped me to like figure out here's how i want my studio yeah to look. yeah because that's the cool thing about this podcast robert is you know sometimes people come here but a lot of times i get to visit different people's oh, studios cool. yeah so it's like oh this is and a lot yeah. of people have jam-packed studios uh-huh. i'm just like whoa boxes of paintings boxes i'm like whoa oh, yeah. okay this is how you got okay yeah. maybe i need a shelf shelving system for my paintings you know or maybe i need like like a little crate system that has like foam dividers so i can put Mm -hmm. my panels in like Mm -hmm. there are all these things um hanging your hanging your oil paint vertically on a rack yeah stuff like that you just pick up
2: yeah you gotta come by the studio sometime Mm -hmm. check it out man my my shit's like uh you know real estate is is uh is very is very uh, precious in the in that studio like it's Mm -hmm. like completely I've got it's jam packed. Everything's nice. jam packed. I got I got ceiling. I got fucking ceiling paintings. You know, like mm. I got all kinds of shit. Like there there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, that's you know? hard. But uh, yeah, I I love I love checking out studios, man. That's my favorite. I mm-hmm. love like going into an artist studio and seeing how they do things and how they organize shit and what they've used and you can kind of see like their precious items mm-hmm. that they you know that they love. Like mm-hmm. that's my favorite.
1: Well, Fair and shit. I was talking the uh, Vegan. A few months back and I was like dude we should have a thing where everybody in Broadway studios like we put all our names in a hat and you have to go in that person's studio and use their oh, yeah. materials and make a three-hour panel
2: <laughs> that's cool yeah that, that, that sounds like fun Mm-hmm. yeah just use whatever yeah you know use what they got yeah you know, exactly cool. no that's what it is like yeah. it's like
1: hey here's why I usually use like if you want to like use that that's yeah. fine and then yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: and you get you get so used to your materials you know and how they work and where things are and, mm-hmm. and uh and it's tough when you go into you 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 know you like fish out of water I don't know if you ever done like any artist residencies but that's always yeah it's always tough man yeah. that's no, you
1: know I've, I'm trying to I applied for one in Sacramento I didn't get it and then there's a um there's a lady that's like a fan of the podcast, and she's plugging me in with one for yeah. like a like a six week residency in Greece oh, this damn. summer. So if yeah. that if that pops off, then oh, be I'll be podcasted from Greece. Yeah, you know what fuck I'm yeah,
2: yeah. No, that'd be cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, artist residencies are they're they're fun. So they're now, fun. how
1: now, how did you get into doing artist residencies?
2: Um, when uh when the Fresno Art Museum was really. I mean, I don't know what they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not the person to ask about what anything's what's going on anywhere. Cause mm-hmm. I don't go fucking anywhere yeah. except target to like take my kids <laughs> to target. That's
0: about it. That's real. You
2: know, but, um, um, when Fresno Art Museum had, had, uh, their older curator and I had, I had some friends there. They, um, they would have artist residencies and artists exchange programs where they would do, they had like the thing where they would have an artist from Oaxaca come and you would do like a residency and, and the work that you did, you show at the museum, mm-hmm. you know, so they, I, I, participated in that and, um, um, yeah, I just like travels for murals and things like that. And it's just mm-hmm. like having like, um, a, a new spot to like paint, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're fun. They're fun to do. I know there, I know there are some artists who they only, they mostly do that. Like they'll have, you know, yeah. they'll go, that, they'll almost do that. Like throughout the year, like that's their thing they'll do throughout the year, which sounds like fun. Um, but I, I, I do enjoy like being in my own space and like having my own my own stuff uh. but it, it's I mean I, I like it like um I teach I teach within the prison system so to me it's like the things that I have is what I get to work with mm-hmm. because I have to have a list of everything that I'm taking in and those things need to come back out with me so it's like what I go in with, I have to, I can only use those things. You know, mm-hmm. I can't go like, oh, I got that one thing. I got this. I got this. It's right. just like, no, I only got these fucking 36 brushes. I got these one. I got this 12 paints. I got, you mm-hmm. know, like, and that's what I'm working with yep. to like, I, I look, and it's just like, it almost goes back to graffiti days where you show up and you're like, not even before you show up, but you're at the store and you're going, fuck, what colors am I using? Yeah. You know, and you pick out your colors and now you got to go to the spot. And I mean, I'm spoiled now. Cause I'll go to a mural and I'll go like, I need a certain shade of green. Mm-hmm. I don't got the, I don't got the right green. Go to the store, drive around three hours later. I'll stop, have lunch fucking come back. I'll like, come back with that green. Mm. And I'm like, what was I doing? Fuck. I don't remember, but it's like graffiti days. You know, you're rolling fucking eight deep in a car you know you got that one friend who's got a hatchback you fucking go get in there mm-hmm. get in their hatchback you go to the store Talk that pick shit. out pick out your colors get your fucking colors and you're like what do you what, color, what what are you doing and you're going ooh I think I'm going to use these reds these oranges right here I'm mm-hmm. going to use and you get that you get your paint you go to the spot whatever you got is what you're going to work mm-hmm. with and then even when you get to the spot unless it's a spot you know I mean, who fucking knows what's going to be there? It might be like a bunch of dog shit all over mm-hmm. the place. It might be some weeds, or, or something. Or you, you got know?
1: those reds, and all that's there are like a OK box cars, and you're yeah. like, "Well, dude, like I don't want to paint reds on this box. Uh, I, like, yeah. I need a blue or an army man yep, yep, or a but, T-box. That, but,
2: the, but you fucked up. Now you're going like, mm-hmm. oh, "I got to work with what I mm-hmm. got," you know, and 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 it's like that. It's like I I love I love being put on the spot with mm-hmm. that. When it comes to art, I don't love being put on spot with with anything else in life. If someone's mm-hmm. like, hey, man, what are you doing next Thursday? I'm, I go, uh, I don't, uh, you know, that kind of shit. <laughs> right. But if someone's like, hey, man, can you, can, uh, you know, fucking take these brushes, do this? I'll, I'll do it. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, that's the time that the only time in my life where I'm not questioning myself. I'm not double guessing. I'm not nervous about it. I'll just mm-hmm. fucking go for it. And that's I always I always harken that back to to graffiti days. Like that shit teaches you improv. It teaches you, um, you know, how how to how to work under pressure, how to and then all these things that are great when it comes to like teaching or when it comes to um, any kind of like jam session, like you're doing like a paint jam Mm -hmm. session. Uh, it's like it's perfect. It's like yeah. fuck. How come that guy can paint and just like isn't nervous, and this mm-hmm. dude over here is like drawing with a pencil. He's always that one guy who fucking brings out a pencil to like draw on a wall, and you're like going, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. What are you doing with that pencil?" Right. Like, you know that, and that guy might be a better painter. The guy with the pencil might be a better painter than the dude who's already already going for it, already throwing fucking slapping paint on there. Mm-hmm. But that guy with the pencil. Has never been put on that spot, never Mm -hmm. been put, never been around some fucking hard ass dudes who are like painting, like, and they're, and you're going, fuck, man, I gotta, like, I gotta impress. I think NIST is over there. Mm -hmm. Fuck, I gotta impress NIST. I gotta do this. This dude's already halfway done with this shit. This guy's doing outlines. I'm like, fuck, I gotta, you know, Mm -hmm. that kind of shit. And it's like that, that graffiti mindset just sticks with you because that's still facts.
1: Well, and even, you know, I wrote the book, How We Got Here, and in my artist statement, I said, like, in, I came up in that in that cloth, and we didn't know we were learning color theory. Yep. We didn't know we were learning proportions. We didn't know we were learning structure. Yeah, yeah. You know, like niggas never understood that all of these tags, all of these straight letters, all of these like things that we're doing we're studying typography like Mm -hmm. no one ever said that to us but like we come out of the end of the tunnel and it's like oh shit like on this fine art side I'm like oh some of these things make sense because it's kind of like how that worked out
2: yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah I mean you're you're learning without without uh without even knowing I think that's the best that's the best way and
1: not only that but the level of dedication it, oh yeah it um requires to make the thing right yeah. so you guys you have to get in your homies hatchback to go get the paint <laughs> right and then you got to get to the spot yeah and then it's like and then that's like thinking like well okay so let's say it's not a chill spot let's say your homies are like yo let's go fucking hit this shit off 99 yeah. you on the side of the freeway and you're having to like think really fast while cars are going fast yep. and you're like okay you're well, fucking head this, on a
2: swivel like, mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah like, exactly yeah. you know or trying not like, to look
2: nervous trying to be the one dude who doesn't mm-hmm. like uh. or you're
1: in the train yard you're looking for the bull and it's just like okay i see some lights let me stand up on the ladder and then it's just the guy doing the brakes yeah. you know what i'm saying you're like okay we can get started again um and i think those sort of Elements of pressure like they are what create these diamonds on the other side, you know And there's a a large movement of people doing street art and things like that. Yeah, and they don't understand it, like there was the super negative outlook when it oh, came yeah. to like graffiti. I mean, like I, when I came up, my dad was, he told me, he was like, man, that shit's for Mexicans. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, dad, not really. Yeah. Like really black people in Puerto Ricans, like are the ones who started graffiti in New York. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that, if you really look at it, but on the West coast, it was the gang graffiti mm-hmm. boom. So there was that. Um, and I think like being in those dangerous situations, they make, they make you have to be a straight up dude because in graffiti, there's people who are always looking for suckers. So it's oh, yeah. like, you got to have integrity. You got to have morals and you got to not be a sucker because if you're a sucker, you might go in the yard and they might take your paint. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. there like, there's a whole bunch of things that come with that.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's funny thinking about that, thinking about, um. Uh, you know, in a couple, couple like aspects of it, like uh, you can't really, you can't really lie or you can't like schmooze your way into like being part of a crew or getting mm-hmm. to paint with certain people mm-hmm. because at a certain point you're going to have to paint. You're going to have to show, you to have to show your shit. You mm-hmm. know, you're going to have to show like what your worth is um, as far as being an artist goes or being a painter goes. Um, so there is that, but there is also, you know, meeting the, the, the fucking guys that are just like ready to fucking jack your shit mm-hmm. or like you know or 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 take you for whatever you got and um meeting those guys and having seen um the people being taken it it always it's always a bummer it's always a bummer when you see like the dude who's just like a little too green and mm-hmm. you're like oh man you you need to like i don't know you need to do something dude because you're gonna get fucking yeah <laughs> you're
1: just gonna get stolen go draw some comic books homie you need
2: to do something else because mm-hmm. you know and, and and that comes from someone who I mean, I'm not, like, in any fucking aspect, like, like hard or, like, street or anything mm-hmm. like that. I grew up in Southeast Fresno, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, you know, I, I was, like, painting with dudes. But I somehow always skated by without, um, literally and, and, and figuratively, always skated by without having to, like, you know, deal with anything that was, like, too fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. But I was always on the outskirts of it, yeah. you know. Um, and I, I take that shit with me still, like, still to, like... I'm on these fucking prison yards and there's these hard ass dudes and I'm able to like get through and navigate without, you know, without any kind of problem or any kind, mm-hmm. anybody kind of like questioning like, you know, what are you really doing here? Well, like, what's I'll tell your you shit, what it you know? is.
1: It's because you're not fronting. Yeah. like it, it's always like because see here's the thing it's like just knowing who you are you know like it's like okay well this i'm not the hard guy who's trying to jack somebody i'm just trying to paint some shit and yeah. as long as you play that pocket then it's fine but once you start having these discussions and you're projecting this aura uh, yeah. of toughness then yeah. you're inviting. because you see that too you see mm-hmm. that in
2: graffiti shit all mm-hmm. the time and you're like man like you know and, and i and i i always love the dudes that are that are that are just genuine Mm -hmm. you know um meeting nist like nist was like i remember meeting nist fucking years ago and when i met him like it was like me and like a lot of my a lot of my pals that were all we all grew up in the same same neighborhood Mm -hmm. so we all grew up painting and like meeting that dude like we were just like fucking starstruck like oh my god it's nist Mm -hmm. it's nisterine man like what's up dude like and he's just like this humble dude Mm -hmm. and you're like oh cool like you can be like you can Super be chill. as big as, yeah, as big as, as big as NIST is and as known as NIST is and still be like a fucking humble ass chill dude, mm-hmm. you know, to where like, I still like consider him like a good friend with like, mm-hmm. you know, um, just like exchanging advice and like exchanging fucking materials and things like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's fucking cool, man. You know I still, there's still a lot, a lot of, a lot of folks that I I wish I kind of kept more in touch with. And a lot of them, I mean, you know, you, you, you kind of meet the bigger wig, um, graffiti guys and a lot of them are like always on the lam and shit like you know you're gonna go like where's that guy go is all oh, his accounts are down everything's mm-hmm. down it's just like that dude's probably caught up in some bullshit <laughs> he's yeah, trying to fucking yeah. hide out for a yeah. bit you know yeah uh, i won't name any names but mm-hmm. there's a couple couple friends like that where i'm just like where's that guy yeah. yeah i haven't seen him in a while for you know yeah
1: man. He's probably hiding out Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's but that's what comes with that. It comes with it. It's part. Yeah, it Mm
2: -hmm. comes with the territory, man. For Mm -hmm. sure. For sure. I mean, because
1: they're like graffiti is by nature a criminal activity. Oh yeah, and there's no way to escape that. So it's like it. Like once you take that out, it ain't graffiti no more.
2: No, no, yeah. I I mean, you you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of it's a. It's been accepted way more. As far as like people painting with spray paint, mm-hmm. like you see a lot of like people you 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 would kind of like be like it's pretty unassuming to think that they would be painting these murals with spray paint, especially mm-hmm. when you see the artist and it's some like like Orange County like um, you know this this person who looks like they come from money and they're mm-hmm. out there painting with spray paint, sp- mm-hmm. you know, just only spray paint and and you kind of go like fuck you you for sure didn't go through that mm-hmm. same struggle of like being out there fucking some shit up getting mm-hmm. in trouble for it
1: getting caught up what you know about you know? belt lining homie <laughs> yeah you know like three cans <laughs> yeah, in your belt. Yeah, yeah it's just like that. you know that they didn't
2: go through that you know they never racked any paint mm-hmm. you know it's funny um growing up like if if you didn't rack your paint mm-hmm. you were you were seen as a toy it's like fuck mm-hmm. dude you you know if you didn't rack so you have to like you know if you if you if you went and like bought some shit, you'd be like, yeah, I racked this you know you go you, you know about those swap meat spots you know go you know, there the certain certain <laughs> yeah. swap meat spots that had the automotive paint out you mm-hmm. just rack that shit, you know everyone knows about weco you go fucking rack some shit from Weco mm-hmm. back in the day before they really had everything caged up, you know yeah um and cut to me working at Allard's and we started carrying spray paint and these kids would come in with their mom and their mom we'd buy them spray paint, and it just blew my fucking mind Damn. like how far it had come in in a, in a positive and yeah. in a negative way mm-hmm. you know it was great that it was so widely accepted like mm-hmm. oh cool this mom knows that her kid is gonna do whatever spray paint in the backyard probably or some mm-hmm. shit you know but also it's like damn that kid didn't have to go through all that shit mm-hmm. of like you know being pressured by the older neighborhood dudes of going like hey would you wreck that shit and you're like uh, yeah, and they're going, yeah, fucking rack that shit, <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: right.
1: <toy>
2: ass, dude. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, man, yep. Yeah, or you're just having to come up with the schemes to rack it. Like, yeah. you know, am I gonna do a rack in return? Am I gonna belt line? Am I gonna push hard? Am <laughs> I gonna line. take the the backpack in and do yeah. the belt? Because everyone knows the trick where you and your homeboy both have the backpack and uh-huh. you fill each other's shit up, yep. and you're like, nah, man, get that green, nah, the other green. <laughs> yep. it's like, yep. Yo. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, when you're able to do it, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah uh, uh, you know that that definitely um uh, uh <laughs> it's it's funny to it's funny to, to to think about doing that shit and like now it's like being so being so uh, and now i'm like i always assume someone thinks that i'm st- like i assume they assume i'm stealing mm-hmm. i'm always like uh hey i'm getting this like, and yeah. like keeping things in my hands mm-hmm. so it's just like that old like fucking ptsd of like getting caught stealing or right something, even know?
1: though you're not stealing, yeah and then you're looking at them like why are you following me yeah, like why are you i'm not me? stealing and
2: they're like i'm not i'm just sorting this aisle and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay
1: man right, you're following right. me yeah exactly yeah. so let's take a turn real quick and talk about skateboarding man all right so skateboarding um you know i, I have a question okay. i like to ask my guests because every skateboarder has like they're like the best trick that they could ever uh-huh. do and then they have like their go-to trick yeah so what was like the best trick you shit. ever did i, I wasn't was very your trick?
2: i wasn't very good man i had all i had all like the the basic ass like street things down like mm-hmm. i could ollie kind of high like okay. i could fucking i could like board slide and like fucking do like you know do like a 50 50 grind like shit like that mm-hmm. um I mean, I never got past, like, I always like try to master the kickflip. Mm-hmm. And, and I was so stuck on, like, being able to kickflip up and off of shit mm-hmm. that I never tried to do anything else. Okay. So that was always, like, the go to. I'd always be like, watch me kickflip this fucking three stair, bro. Like, yes. that type of shit, yes. you know? Like that. And it's just, like, because I was so stuck on that or, like, mm-hmm. trying to go up it, that it's just, like, everything else was, like, by the wayside, you know? Okay. Before I, like, got too old, um, and not even got too old in like uh i was like Ugh, put this kid shit away but it was just like um you know I, I think everyone goes through that like you get you get like your first serious girlfriend and you and you like put it away and it's just like you're like try and skate with the boys on the weekends and after a while like those weekends start getting further further apart and then like you know it wasn't at a certain point i'm like oh fuck i haven't skated in like 10 years or something you know it's like time passes and uh-huh. you're like oh man like that type of stuff you know mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, I I I, I love skateboarding. When I was um when I was in high school, like that was like that was the way we would get from spot to spot. Like we we'd skate to a to a spot with our backpacks full mm-hmm. of paint. We fucking paint and then like skate back. You know, like that was always. So what type
1: of boards were you skating? What type of decks?
2: Um, I mean, shit. In those days, it was like Copeland. The like, Copeland was around. Okay. You know, so you go to you go there. You get the fucking Copeland decks. Um, you know. Um, uh, I mean. I, I wouldn't really get the pricey shit or, like, the really cool, like, artistry series stuff just because I was always getting, like, a plain deck to, like, draw on okay. or, like, paint on mm-hmm. or something, you know? So that was always, like, you'd piece up your fucking your board, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, So that was, you know, we go in there. We go to, uh what's that fucking, I forgot what it was called. Was it, was it just called Copeland's? I think it was just called Copeland's. But we go in there. And they'd also have the shoes out, mm. so you go in there with the old pair of shoes and like put a new pair of shoes on, fucking walk out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so everybody did that. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, You walk in and get some fucking new shoes on. You know, yeah, leave man. your old shits behind. Yeah,
1: that's some old school shit. Yeah. So what about skate videos? What like what would you say are your three time three oh, all time favorite skate videos?
2: Um, the the uh, I mean, I'd watch I'd watch the toy machine one over and over. Mm-hmm. Like the I think it was Welcome to Hell. Mm-hmm. It was fucking dope. Um the big brother videos I'd watch, but there would be like half skateboarding and half like just dumb shit. Mm -hmm. I was like pre-jackass. Yeah. Uh, Those. Cause um, what
1: was it? CYK? CKY. Yeah. CKY.
2: Like I think everyone had, every skate kid had a a copy of CKY on VHS Mm -hmm. with like no, it was always like copy off, a copy off a copy off a copy like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'd watch that shit all the time, like CKY and then CKY2K. Yeah. And I forget what the other, there was like another CKY, like a third one after that. But the first CKY, like, yeah, there was skateboarding. Because Bad Margera was in that. Yeah. So he'd skate. Yeah, he'd he have, like, some skate part, mm-hmm. and then, like, do some dumb shit, like the shopping cart thing. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, like, every other kid was doing shopping cart stuff. And we all did that shit anyways. I think if you grew up skateboarding in, like, the mid to late 90s, you were already doing that shit. You were mm-hmm. already doing dumb stuff. You were already stealing shopping carts and, like, you know, hanging on the back of fucking cars and doing mm-hmm. just doing some dumb stuff with your friends. Yeah. But they made a video of it you know that's mm-hmm.
1: that, so and blew up yeah and blew up yeah yeah he blew his whole team up damn yeah I mean, nigga shit, blew the guy's, guy's daddy like
2: up. the guy yeah i mean the guy's not doing too well right now right like Who, he's bam? like yeah bam he's, oh, like, shit. he's like fucking out of, out of rehab and damn. yeah i didn't
1: know shit. that uh, pray for bam yeah pray for bam can yeah. i can i take a break real quick oh yeah yeah okay we're about to do a cold blood punch
2: right, i drink a, a pound of la croix
0: art and
1: bullshit podcast that's a cold-blooded punch in yeah <laughs> so you know how we do it yeah hell yeah so uh we are back episode 105 of the art mbs podcast the podcast by real niggas for real niggas featuring robert amador um you guys yeah we was you know just talking about skateboarding and yeah. things like that but you know let's get let's get back to some art you know we, we took a turn for the bs so um Man, you've been putting in a lot of work. Instagram does machines. Um, I'm just curious, how'd you get into painting the figures?
2: Um, I needed a a break from from painting uh, murals and doing doing uh, doing doing fine art. Okay. Um, at the time, I had just I had just finished up a, a show at Upper Playground in Portland <laughs> with, uh, with 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 show. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know I, I had just done that and at that point that was like the the thing that I wanted to do right I mean Facts. I think uh, our generation growing up like um, upper playground fifty twenty four SF like that was the that was the fucking thing right yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like yeah, 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 we got to yeah, do yeah, that yeah. and I always wanted to do a show at upper playground and I got the I got the chance to and I actually worked on I was working. I was gonna get married at the time. Mm. I was gonna I was working on the wedding, um, getting shit done for the wedding, and and then Icho hits me up and uh-huh. he's just like, Hey man, you wanna do this show with me? And I was like, Fuck yeah. He's like, I've showed them your stuff, they love it, let's let's fucking do it and I'm like, All right, cool. And I'm going, Oh shit, man. I'm working on this wedding right now. Like, how am I gonna I'm I'm about to get married. Fuck, alright. And so I worked up until the moment I was gonna get married and then we flew out uh, my wife and i uh, to um to uh Macitlan for our honeymoon mm-hmm. and i packed up all my fucking paintings i rolled them all up i was working on on watercolor paper at the time okay so i rolled them all up in a tube mm-hmm. and i had this fucking bazooka with me bazooka tube that i nice. took with to mexico and uh, and i just we had this like um this all-inclusive room so I had all my paintings sprawled out and I was just fucking working on paintings like in between going to dinners and like going to the swimming pool like shit like that checking the Uh beach out I'd come back fucking paint furiously and then when I came back um I I think I was just about done probably had a week or so to kind of recover and then we flew out to Portland had the show and and it went well for the most part you know um Portland's kind of a one of those funny towns like there's everyone's a fucking artist in Portland I don't know how it is now, but at the time, everyone's a fucking artist, you know. And the thing about artists is they don't buy—they don't buy artwork, right? Artists don't buy because <laughs> okay. they don't got any money.
1: You, it's crazy because it's, it, it's tricky. Because yes and no, because that like it's it, a certain type. It's a certain yeah. type for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Like I would say, someone like someone like to bring up Reza again. Mm-hmm. Reza is an artist himself, mm-hmm. but he buys work. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely like the exception yeah. to the to the rule, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot that that don't buy. I think when it comes to that type of stuff, like working artists who are kind of, the, I hate the starving artist idea, but like starving artists, they're, they're, it's like it's like uh, food for the week or or this or this great uh, drawing or painting or whatever. So I went to Portland. Show went great. Um, I I didn't sell anything, but I took a bunch of prints. Okay. So I sold those prints, and, and then I was like, not the not the idea that I didn't sell anything. But just the whole fucking whirlwind of just, like, working hard, um, flying to Mexico, flying back, flying to Portland, flying back. And I was just – I was burnt. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just so fucking burnt. And and I had that kind of, like, that moment of going, you know, um, am I just – am I making work because I want to make work? Or am I making this work because I want to have a show? I want to sell this? Because it's like – Either you have if when you know especially with paintings and it's not to say every artist or every painter, but for the most part people make paintings so they can sell those paintings. You know that's you know it's like an insane concept, but people make work to sell it. And there are some people who make work and they don't want to sell it, and that's cool. Those people are weird. I don't understand them. You know I don't know any. I don't know any of them. They're not. They're not, my, they're not my friends for sure. But um, you know people make work to sell it and. And I was just kind of, I had this kind of moment after that. Cause I mean, I was having, I was having shows like everywhere. Like I wouldn't say no to anybody. I was having fucking shows at this gallery, but also having shows at this hair salon and then having shows in like someone's studio and then having, you know, and and then sending something off to be part of this gigantic group show. Like that type, I didn't have any kind of gray area. I was Mm -hmm. just fucking doing things all the time.
1: You wasn't turning down nothing with your (laughs) collar.
2: Yeah. I was, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't turning down shit, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had this kind of moment of coming back from that and just, just, and it is probably just burnout, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, I, do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. Like all forever is just the thing. I'm just going to make these paintings, rush them out, go to this show. Maybe they sell, maybe they don't, you know, you do that backdoor deal. You sell them after the show. So you don't have to pay the gallery, you know, that type of, we all go through that, you know, that bullshit, you know, we all do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. I just, I just kind of got, I got tired of it. Mm-hmm. It was probably been like a decade that I had been doing that. And uh-huh. I was like, man, I'm, I'm burnt. Like okay. I, and I needed a break. Mm-hmm. And at the time, um, there was like a new Ninja Turtles show that had just come out. And they had all these toys. And the show was fucking beautiful. Like, it's done by uh, this guy, Ciro Neely, who I became friends with on Instagram, actually. And he put out this fucking dope show. And um, shit is hard. Yeah, and the art is amazing. It's mm-hmm. so layered. It's so like... It lo- there's like paint splatters on everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, it's no, all CGI. It's hard. fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then they made these figures and the figures were so shitty like they had like no paint applications on them like it'd be this figure that would should have like tons of colors and it would have like three colors mm-hmm. and i know it's a cost thing you know every, every single time they put a a, a, a another layer of color on, a, on an action figure times fucking millions or however many they make you know even if that's half a cent now you're paying half a cent times a fucking million mm-hmm, yeah. so it's like that type of thing so i picked them up and started painting them and i was like i'm just going to paint them and try to make them as 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 close as i can to what i see on the on the screen i paint it and um and then i i had amassed like a whole bunch of them i i made like every single figure and uh and I, and of course since i'm a fucking since i'm a horror you know and i want to always sell my artwork mm-hmm. i was like i wonder if anybody wants to buy these so i put them on ebay i put a couple on ebay and they, and within like within half an hour of putting them up somebody bought them and I was like, "Holy shit, that's crazy," and and they weren't even that much. I put them up, and they were probably like fifty bucks or something, which is crazy, right? All this time spent, you spend fifty bucks, and this guy hits me up, and he's like, "Do you have more?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I got more. I got it." Then I sent some pictures. You have a lot. Yeah, and he's like, "I want them all," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, I just spent this time having fun painting these figures, and this guy bought them all, mm-hmm. and and I was like. I, if I worked for six months on this art show, I I would have, and then, you know, you do an art show, any artist knows, you make all this work for two months to six months to two years, however long it takes you, and then you schedule the date for the show, you make flyers, I don't know if people still make flyers or postcards, I'm, I'm old now, I don't know, but you make flyers, at least back in my day, you make fucking flyers, make postcards, make posters, advertise it, um, then you have to frame your shit. So then you gotta pay for the framing then you gotta if you're shown at a gallery, you have to pay fifty to sixty to seventy percent depending on what the gallery is, mm-hmm. sometimes forty if they're cool um and then you know on top of all that, maybe you don't even sell anything, so you already put in all this money all this time all this effort, and you've also like you know you all the time you've spent mm-hmm. you you've said no to dinners. You you missed birthdays. Yeah. You you're fucking tired. Maybe you do show up to a thing but you're exhausted because you were up till four in the morning the day before. And now you're at this thing. And it's you went all through all this to like maybe not even make any money. You know? And I and I sold these figures, just having fun, did whatever, messed around. It reminding me of like doing things back in the day when you were just go you're just going for it and you didn't really care. You yeah. the goal wasn't to sell it. The goal was just to enjoy it. The 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 moment, the fucking process was what was beautiful about it. And that's what happened with these figures. I made these, sold them right away. And I was like, holy shit, I made more doing this and having fun than I, than I have at like doing a gallery show. You know, so then I started doing that and I created this other account and and I would go back and forth between the account. I was still trying to do like fine art stuff and show my drawings, check this drawing out, guys. And you're like, and people, and you probably get like people going like, that's so cool. You get like your, your auntie going like, that's cool, mijo. And you're like, thanks. Thank you, Tia. You know, that kind of thing. Yes. And, and a few likes and whatever, mm-hmm. but then I post some shit on my toy account and it's just like fucking the likes are pouring in right on me. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, on the stage and I'm dancing and fucking the likes are just dropping on me. Right. <laughs> All the people hearts. are, people are putting <laughs> likes, yeah, people are putting hearts on my, in my, my G string. Like, and, and, and then, and of course it's like, can I buy that? Can I, can, you know, how much can I, can you make me one? Can you do this? And I'm just getting commissions like crazy. And these things I can knock out. I was just not, I mean, now it's a little harder, but back then I was just knocking them out, knocking them out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, holy shit, like this thing that I did out of almost just boredom is like something that I'm completely passionate about now, uh, more so than doing like the fine art thing. Mm -hmm. We're like also the fine art thing, like, and it's my own personal thing. I kind of, I've lost, I kind of lost interest in, in making a painting and like showing it off. And And going like what's you know it's like it's tough when when you don't feel like you have anything left to say um I mean of course you like I always do, but i I felt as far as like the thing, the work that I was doing, I was like I don't have something that I would like to say with these paintings, so I need to take a break, but I still want to paint mm-hmm. and painting these little figurines, painting statues, painting action figures, I don't have to say anything I don't have to it, you know you paint an ninja turtle and you're not- ta- you're not going like. You're not drawing like a a, a, a a kid in like a fence inside like a gate on Ninja Turtle's back, mm-hmm. or you're not putting like you know some weird political statement on the front. You're just painting a fucking turtle. Yep. You're making it look cool and you're selling mm-hmm. it, and that to me appealed. Uh, uh, it appealed greatly, you know. Um, just because I didn't I didn't feel like uh, having to like say something in a very profound way. Mm-hmm. I wanted to. I wanted just paint. I wanted to paint. You know.
1: It goes back to that graffiti shit, though. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to paint. You mm-hmm. didn't have to say nothing or do nothing crazy. Yeah, you don't have to you explain
2: just, to somebody mm-hmm. what that what that piece is, or like, mm-hmm. well, you know, someone's not gonna someone's not gonna pull you aside and go, "Let me talk to you about this piece." And you're like, "Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck." There's always that, right? Mm-hmm. At every art show, you're yeah. enjoying yourself. You see your friends you haven't seen in a long time. You see, uh, you see relatives. You're you're like, "Fuck yeah, man!" You're you're the fucking, you know, you're hanging out, and there's always someone that comes over and grabs you by the arm and goes. let me talk to you about this piece and you're like all right and you're going fuck hopefully hopefully what they want to talk to me about is like what my how to spell my name on like a check Mm -hmm. is because they want to buy it but it never is nope they're always they always want to talk to you about something
1: or they ask you how how much is this oh okay you know yeah maybe next month and (laughs) and, and so and robert i just started getting slick i was like you know what i've been here for like four or five years yeah and in my experience people never come back the next month and buy the painting like they always buy it that night yeah or they, or they don't do it at all like like no, don't no. do that you know what i'm saying because the thing is what you're trying what you're doing is you're feeding the artists like you're trying to sell them the dream of like yeah maybe you'll sell this yeah. painting and what people don't realize is like what that does to an artist if it's if they're not strong-willed they'll there's a chance they could count that dollar even though oh yeah it's like a dream and it's like yeah. no, like uh, once you go through it enough times you're like oh no like the check no, ain't the check
2: exactly exactly i know i i i'm always giving I, I always give young artists and even artists that aren't young mm-hmm. um advice all the time mm-hmm. right and the thing about advice is like most people don't take it um but I've always told people, like, don't fucking celebrate early. Mm-hmm. That's, like, the biggest sin when it comes to being an artist. Don't yeah. celebrate early. Because we all do it, mm-hmm. right? We all celebrate early. Someone says, hey, I want to get this. How much is it? And you go, like, oh, it's a, uh, you know, you're always, like, guessing. You're, like, uh, that one's, like, uh, that one's, one's $5,000. And they go, like, all right, cool. I'm gonna, I want it, you know. And you're, like, okay, cool. Like, take my info. Um, I, I, I don't have, I'm, I'm just hanging out. I don't have the cash on. I just have, like, a, I don't have my checkbook. I'll, I'll contact you tomorrow. And you're like, fuck, yeah. And you're, you know, and then the, and then the night ends and you're going, damn, $5,000. Hell yeah, man. What am I going to do with that 5000 You start counting it. And then you text the person and they don't text back. Mm-hmm. And you're going, uh, maybe they're busy. And, you know, and and, you, and then, like, you never hear from them again. And it always, like, you're like, damn, dude, like, fucking duped again. That kind mm-hmm. of shit, you know. and um, But, I mean, I have had, I can't, like, say, like, that's happened every time because I have had that that where someone goes oh, how much is this and you go oh, it's this much and they go cool um here's my number i'm gonna uh, call, uh, call me tomorrow call me the next day and you go all right you know and, and mm-hmm. it's always whenever i i've at least for myself whenever i'm like ah yeah right not, i are not i've been through this right i've been i've been through this thing i've been uh been stood up at too much dances <laughs> like that type of shit and then you call that person mm-hmm. or you text that person and they go cool i'll be right down and you're yeah. like holy shit mm-hmm. you know because that I've had those victory moments, yep. as we all have. we yeah, all yeah. had those mm-hmm. moments where they do show but up. But they gave you, know? you the
1: number, though, yeah. so that let you know they were interested. It's oh, yeah. not like I'm giving you a promise. Give me your card. Yeah do, you a card? yeah, do you have a card? <laughs> yeah, do you
2: have a card? And you give a card. I, I've made thousands of business cards, and, and nothing's ever happened from mm-hmm. any of them. Right. You know? But I, I did used to make some pretty cool business cards mm-hmm. that people would take, and they still talk about them. Tight. And that's cool. But, you know, I definitely got no business from business mm-hmm. cards. Like, yeah. it never, you know, it never they they don't they don't really really work or mm-hmm. at least I don't know uh, maybe it's just
1: for me I don't I don't know yeah it's I I wonder what is the thing like cuz I have a homie who does tattoos and instead of business cards he makes a seasonal sticker oh, with that's his cool. information on them yeah. so it's like bong um and that that's kind of cool so now doing the toys do you think that like um do you see yourself like sticking with this and bringing it into like a fine art sort of institution, like maybe having a show with some of your, your, your work? I,
2: I've, I've been thinking about that um, in a more serious, I guess in a more serious context of the, within the last year or so mm-hmm. that I, I would like to do not necessarily the um like the figure stuff, mm-hmm. but, those skills that I've acquired from doing that, mm-hmm. I would like to take those and put them into some kind of fine art or, or something where some kind of show that I can show off. Cause I do have a, a ton of ideas of things that I would like to do. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, executing them of course. Um, and these things that I want to do are, are more like for the show, more like installation type of things mm. that could possibly be, that could be purchased, but that isn't the goal. And I've never had that, that aspect of or never had that approach to, to, to art was, I just want to show this thing. I just want people to see this thing, um, more, you know, cause it's always like, I want someone to buy this thing, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, and I know that that's probably like, uh, a weird, like, Oh, I almost feel like a, a, like I'm approaching it in like a very like privileged type of way. It's like when you, whenever you see like, um, uh, what's the, what's, what's the, like not installation artist, uh, like conceptual art, mm-hmm. And you kind of go like, you know, um, you you go at least I used to anyways, um, which uh, it's like art bullying, which I'll, I'll, you know, kind of get into some art bullying in a little bit. But, uh, you know, that kind of thing, like going going into like a conceptual art show and you're like and there's just like a a thing in the middle of the room and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, and and I always uh, I used to anyways, see that and go like this person doesn't know how to draw probably or doesn't know how to they know they they probably don't know how to draw but they have an art degree so they they, sounds like something i would say so they became a conceptual artist you know that's what i used to (laughs) yeah and it's like such an asshole thing to say but that's how that's how i i used to feel Mm -hmm. um is that now i can kind of no no that isn't that isn't no no that isn't um if you say it to the person yeah but but uh (laughs) (laughs) if you tell them hey you probably can't draw huh can i talk to you about your work and they go yeah you go like you don't know how to paint (laughs) (laughs) you can just paint with a roller these weird shapes that you painted that's it yeah um now but i uh you know seeing that i always i always thought that but i but i feel like i feel like i want to do that with this work that i'm doing but Mm -hmm. i still the work that i am working on still takes some paint skill mm-hmm. where as i look at some some art some like finer art it's like i don't i always look at it i'm like ah, i guess it takes skill to like put the lighting on it really nice you know but other than that it kind of like well i don't know you know if you're just if you're just painting weird shapes and put them in a room or like filling a room with rocks and you're like check this room out it's worth of rocks in it like, like what? <laughs> <you're> like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know they got paid like you know they got like two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to do that. You know yeah that kind of weird thing. And you're like, uh okay, man, I guess that's I guess that's art. Maybe I don't know art. Right. Maybe I don't know what man. art is. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, yeah, um I know that's like the weirdest roundabout way to say that. Yeah, I'm working on some stuff. But mm-hmm. I am I am working on on some things that I I'd, I'd like to I like to show. I don't know where the fuck to even show in town anymore, man. It's like everywhere that I remember it like closed down, mm-hmm. you know. Um I did show a lot at um at Art House. I showed mm-hmm. there a lot and it's funny when when Art House was going on, um 1821 was going on right around the corner mm-hmm. and they were just like black and white, right? Like mm-hmm. two sides yep. of the of the fucking coin of like what, you know, um Artists what art is in, yep. in in Fresno like you had the fine art and they're selling and it's just like you know, you walk in very, very suit and tie type of place. And then mm-hmm. you got our house where it's just like uh, this beautiful shit show, you know, like yeah. there'd be these, this amazing art, but there'd be like 15 year old kids like hammered in the front, in the front of the place, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of weird thing. And it's funny, man. Um, uh, Bruce at 1821, um, I I did one of the last sort of shows that I did. I did a, um, a flat file show mm. and I just took everything out of my flat file. Uh, Just concept drawings, um, mural sketches, things like that. Prints that maybe they had something wrong with the print. Like it just didn't print right. But I I, I didn't have it in me to like throw away the shitty print. And it wasn't even a shitty print. It just didn't meet standards, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a ton of stuff like that. Like like fucking, you know, a few hundred things of that. And I was kind of advertising that I want to do a flat file show. And Bruce from 1821 uh, contacted me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you want to do the flat file show here? And I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, that sounds that sounds cool." Mm-hmm. So it was like I did the show there, and I was like, kind of weirded out by doing the show there because it it was just such a finer art establishment, and I was just showing up with a bunch of like crude drawings. And he bought he even bought a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. and um and it was funny like I I did it on like a Saturday, and uh and I was like, ah, maybe people will show up, maybe they won't, and a ton of people showed up, bought a ton of stuff like within the first like hour. And then the rest of the time, I'm just, like, standing there and, like, had people, like, just wander in and out. But, um, you know, it was funny to, like, sell. So Like, that never happened to me in a show. Like, selling more than you thought you would have made within the little opening on a Saturday morning. And then the rest of the time, you're like, what? And then what was funny, though, is um, I wasn't just telling that story to, like, show off that I sell shit or nothing like that. But (laughs) (laughs) uh, what was funny was Bruce was, like, this moment of, like, it was it was kind of quiet, you know, mm-hmm. getting wind, winding down, getting ready to put the stuff away, and he's like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I want to let you know that uh, you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't show at our house anymore." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy showing there. It's it's cool. It's cool." And he's like, "Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's not really like a like a fine art establishment. It's it's like you know, it's like a." It's like a it's like a frat house or something, you know. Like, you shouldn't show your work there. You know, you should show your work. You should save your work, and show it here, show it this type of place. And I was like, ah, uh, okay. He's like, yeah, don't you know? And 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 he like notoriously hated our house because mm-hmm. they because and why wouldn't you, you know? Um, I I think. It's like that old saying where it's like the young man's a Democrat, the older man's a Republican. Mm-hmm. Like when you're younger, you just want to destroy shit, and you just want to have, and then you're an artist, and you're like, I'm an artist, I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna have a show, and then I'm gonna graffiti the outside afterward. Like you are like whatever. And as you get older, you realize where he like I realize now where he came from. Like he had this place that he poured his heart and soul into, and he's like showing it off. And then you got all these fucking kids coming in, like drinking his wine and shit, and mm-hmm. like you know, and then just taking off and like probably puking on the sidewalk after you know. Yeah. So. I can see where he's coming from, but, I, you know, it was, it was funny having that talk with him there where you kind of realize the two worlds that there were of like almost like that gutter, like, you know, draw on a napkin, put it on the walls type of mm-hmm. style. And then the fine art, just better be framed properly, you know, done up properly. Who is your, who's your, your preparator? You know, do you have a preparator? We could issue you a preparator. You know, he'll charge you this much, that mm-hmm. type of thing. You know, that those two worlds, it's funny. Uh, but, I mean, I'm so out of the loop. With the Fresno Arts scene, that I don't even know
0: right. where you show it. Well, and what and those to your point, are.
1: like 18. Uh the joint around the yeah. street, it's not even, it's not I remember even I went in there and they were about to close yeah. and I met his wife. Okay. And I was like, yo, you know, I do this thing called Art and BS. Ah, 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 You know, and yeah. she was like, well, we're closing our gallery next month. Because yeah. I was just like, it'll be great to have you on. She, I was just like, God, like uh-huh. my timing is trash. <laughs> and then, so I guess now it's like a bunch of hair salons or like oh, hair really? stylists in there. And yeah, artists yeah. came in to Art Hop last month and he was like, he had a show over there and it's like gallery space like but it's like the hair salon thing but I, like they yeah. wanted this I mean art it's there. it's
2: perfect for it's perfect for showing art in any sort of uh whatever's in there mm-hmm. I can you know I can see the hair salon working for that but that is crazy to like it just it's just a hair salon mm-hmm. you now because all those studios were so awesome there yeah. was so much great artists yeah. in there um just to go through there and a lot of them were like instructors or just like masters mm-hmm. of whatever they're doing yep. where it, it was fucking great to like walk in there and see and mm-hmm. see that, you know, yeah. and also to be part of that. And then to be invited to show, cause I, I was invited to show there after, mm-hmm. but it was one of those weird short notice things where like an artist had dropped out come show. Yep. And I, there was no way that I could put the stuff together. Mm-hmm. So I, I missed out on that shot and then mm-hmm. they closed like a year later or yeah. something like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I missed out on, cause that was one of the places where, it was on the on the list and I did mm-hmm. show there in some aspect I showed some you know some little shitty drawings but mm-hmm. I would have loved to show like some real deal paintings right you know um and that but, is a
1: struggle in Fresno finding a place yeah, to show because and, and that
2: was one of the only it felt like one of the only real like guaranteed you're gonna show there he has a certain clientele because that was how he pitched it to me where he's just like you're gonna sell here like you'll sell and I don't know what the commission they took was. probably 50% or mm-hmm. something like that, but which sucks. <laughs> it always mm-hmm. fucking right, sucks. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I I don't I don't know what's what's left. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what you know. I know people show here, but it's like But it's you know.
1: not, you know what, let's be clear. It's not an art show. Here no. it's like art hop <laughs> is this thing where people come out. It's kind of like they're looking to see like, okay, what art is there, but they're not really coming here no. for the fine art. Y- yeah, so I mean, you could need- show
2: like and there's that cool hallway. Right there, but that's the hallway that everyone's always leaning against the walls mm-hmm. so they can talk. Mm-hmm. And then well, there's people walking through the middle. And well, like, like you know. okay,
1: because uh, Jason's wife had that whole wall busted down. Yeah. Right? And then, so she had the wall that has, like, the mural side on uh-huh. it, and then I did, like, lino cuts on the other side of her, and then I took all my paintings out in the hall and had, like, my paintings yeah. and then my lino cuts. Yeah. So it was, like, me on the left, her on the right. That's cool. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like... Yeah, uh, people, they just kind of walk past it. Yeah, they didn't really people get will. it. And, you know, so yeah. it, what I found is it's, you get a better response having your work in the studio. And then, oh, yeah. Can, but at the same time, you're, it's still not a real art show. So, you know that's been something we've been throwing around like Mm -hmm. where's where can we have like a real art show at here to where it's like people come there for the sole purpose of buying art i know not a tote bag not not you know what i'm saying yeah
2: actually coming to buy real deal work Mm -hmm. i know um we did um uh years ago in in chinatown uh a a friend a friend asked had asked me if i wanted to help him um curate this gallery that he had down there Mm. called nihon nihon gallery okay and he he um he was like, hey man, can you help me with this? And it was him and and another and another guy, and um, his 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 guy his the other guy his partner that was in with the gallery mm-hmm. had he had his own guy that was like, I have a buddy who's gonna help me, and he's like, well I have a buddy who's gonna help me who was who was me, mm-hmm. and the other guy was my buddy Steve, my buddy Steve Ruppel who he was a preparator at fresno art museum Mm. so we knew each other already and we knew Mm -hmm. each other from the from the fresno from the artist exchange okay and so we went in on that gallery and and they were like yeah you guys can you guys can have it for like um five months or something they gave us some numbers they're like five months um see if you can get people to come over here and we're like all right cool So we redid the whole gallery, everything they had. It it looked like shit. Like they didn't know anything about gallery. So we repainted the walls, put up different lighting, got like some real like vinyl decals on the, on the window. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we had a show. Um, the first show we did was me and Jason. So we did our first show and we had fucking tons of people that showed up and it's this tiny, like the gallery was tiny, right? It was so small. Mm -hmm. And Tons of people showed up Like whereas like You had to take turns To go inside okay. And it was like Real real deal Like this looks like Some San Francisco shit Like nice. you're on San Francisco You're on some like Weird like lowbrow LA shit Like you know Doing that But it's here It's in Fresno You can go to it And like we sold A ton of work Time. You know um, We did We we had like bands play And then throughout Like we tried to do a thing Where every Saturday We'd have like a band Or like something Just so we Keep showing the artwork And keep getting people To go there And we are selling Like one dollar paps And shit like you know Making our making our little making our nut that way, and we did a show like every month, like have a different have a different person, and at the at the on and I and I had all these shows planned out, right? I was getting like out of town artists. I was getting I was trying to see like how far can we push this as far as like how who will show up, people right. will show up, and it became a place. And actually, when we had our Saturday shows, uh, we knew we had hit a nerve with our Saturday shows because uh, at the at the time. And I work with the Fresno Arts Council now. They're they're my bosses, but at the time, uh, Fresno Arts Council put out a, a notice saying like there's no there's no shows on Saturday. Our shows aren't on Saturday. Our shows are not first Thursdays of the month. So it was we were like, oh, that's they were us. hating, yeah. Them. We were hey. like, oh, that's us, man. Like I don't even know who the director was at the time, mm-hmm. but uh, they were like, they were like, no, there's no. Sh- what are you guys doing? Art can only be seen on first Thursday, which so, is not true. <laughs> which is which to us, we were like, that's so insane. It's like mm-hmm. almost like a. Almost like you can only listen to music between these hours. Right, right. You can right. listen to music whenever you want. Like and that why type of is thing. it
1: first Thursday? I don't know. I have a theory. Uh, do you? Yeah. Oh, oh so my familiar. theory yeah. is because everybody's going to LA and San Francisco on the weekend.
2: Uh, first Fridays, doing like, first Fridays for Saturdays? Well, uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. So,
1: and even if, LA and SF didn't do it on yeah. Friday. You still want to go there for the weekend? You want to okay. get out of town, so you're here for Thursday. Yeah, everyone will
2: be here Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, that that yeah, Nihon went, and then uh, uh, at the at the uh, at like month five, where mm-hmm. I still had I had like ten months lined up before. Mm-hmm. Right, I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep going. Mm-hmm. At like month five, um, one of the guys was like, I I'm. You guys are make. And we weren't making shit. We weren't making any money. The money we made, because we were give. I would. I remember at the time. I would. I would just charge the artist for like flyers and like, I think the 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 electricity was like two hundred bucks or something. Okay. And it was like, if it you know, give us some money for for electricity, and then your flyers that I made you, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I'd let them keep all their money because mm-hmm. I because I I mean, I'm an artist. so I was like, I'm not going to keep any of your money. Mm-hmm. So we weren't making shit. It was just enough to like keep the place going and like right. buy snacks, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, one of the guys who was like the 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 guy who opened it, he was like, you guys are making money. I see all these red dots. Um, I'm not seeing shit. I haven't had my own show here. I haven't had, you know, I have friends who want to show. Uh, and so we got into this big old blowout. And we were like, "Fuck it, it's, we're, we're, you know, we give, gave the keys back. We're like, "Well, it's not ours anymore." And you know, um, sure enough, like a month or so later, like it was done. Like, they had, I think they had one, maybe two shows, and then it was done. like no one wanted to go there anymore. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they couldn't upkeep it, because it's a fucking lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like I know at the time, like my work suffered, because I was just like obsessed with the gallery, getting yeah. that thing going. And then so we started doing a thing where um, Steve and I, where we started a hide-and-seat gallery, where it wasn't really a gallery. It was just a made up thing because we were like, oh, if you call something gallery, people are like, oh, it's a fucking gallery. Mm-hmm. And so we just started finding and this was right before the boom of things selling downtown, right? Mm. Before buildings started selling. okay, It was abandoned. Every every single building was abandoned, mm. right? So you could go up to a place and go, hey, I want to uh, rent this place for a night. I just want it for a night. Um, I'll I'll, you know, I'll pay this. I'll pay that. Let me, you know, uh, and and." we'll leave it better than we found it Mm -hmm. and so people would rent us their places and uh we'd have shows we just have like one night shows Mm -hmm. and it looked full on like a gallery that was there forever and you go like where the fuck well how long you guys been open it's just like we've never been open it's just one night Mm -hmm. so we did that so we're having pop-up art shows and um you know it it's it was easier to do it then i mean now it's a little harder to do it because I, I remember towards the end of our kind of run of doing this hide and seek thing. Cause we're doing a, We're doing like events. We're doing all kinds of shit. Right. Just to like show our artwork and show our friends artwork. But it got so hard to find a spot that was Ooh. a dope spot to show without pouring a ton of money into it that, um, you know, we started doing our own thing. I just thought of that. Cause, uh, cause you were saying it's harder. It's hard to find a spot cause it is. It's like, yeah. you almost have to create your own spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, towards the end of our kind of run with it, when we tried to rent a spot, that's when the boom had happened and people were going, well, you have to pay us for a month, a month, um, a a month in advance. And then, uh, you know, you have to put down a deposit and you have to get insurance and you have to do this. And And after a while you're like, fuck dude, I'm going to like break the bank to like just having a one night art show. So it's like, you know, it, it didn't, it kind of fizzled out because of that, but we did it strong for, for a while, Mm -hmm. you know, it did that. And, um, you know, so it's always like, I mean, it, it it is a thing where you go like, hey man, someone doesn't want to show doesn't want to show your work. You know, you show your own work, and it's like it, it was a lot easier to do ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's a lot harder to do now. Yeah. And everyone thinks they're sitting on gold, so it's like it's mm-hmm. tough to just and bother somebody. Especially to... the
1: amount of artists that are in the game. Yeah, you know? so it's just... yeah.
2: It's funny, man. I've I've been out of the game so long, like I don't even know who's around. Mm-hmm. And then like I'll see somebody, and they'll go like, you know, they'll they'll name some, they'll like drop a name, and I'll go like, I don't know who that is, and they'll go like you don't know so-and-so, and mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't, I don't know, man, like, yeah, you know. Like I'm working. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't been around, you know, I have been, mm-hmm. I haven't been downtown, like, uh, you know, it was, uh, for me, it was, like, such a trip to, like, see people, like, walking the street, like, I remember dropping a painting off down the street a few years ago, and it was, like, a, this same street where I see, like, these, like, insane people, like, tearing branches down, like, doing crazy shit, and then, uh, and you didn't want to walk there at night, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I saw this, like this, like college age girl, like walking her dog, like to, like take a dump, yeah. And like she's on her phone, and I'm like, holy shit, like it's so crazy, like how it's changed up. Yeah, yeah you know? man, that's that gentrification. Gentrify, man. That's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's new through.
1: downtown Fresno, right? <laughs> yep. Right? Yep.
2: Yeah. Pre pre gentrification, it was it was a whole different whole different beast, man. Whole different ball game. You can kind of you get away with a lot more, and you, mm-hmm. you were free to do a lot more. You know, I mean, that's just like the the age old thing, right? Like. Wherever the artists or the creatives are, you want to go there. And then, so everyone starts going down there. But because they went down there and the rent goes up and everything goes up, they push the artists and the creatives out. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I I couldn't, I couldn't afford to be downtown. It made more sense for me to like work where I live. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's what I do. I just, I, my garage is gigantic. I made that into my studio. Like that's the place where I work, you know, and I can mm-hmm. make noise and do whatever. And it's just like, I'm still paying fucking you know, I'm paying my mortgage. I'm paying a lot. But shit it's pay. that's your but studio I'm, I'm rents there. wrapped in, yeah, right? yeah. It's wrapped in. It's wrapped in. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, but I love, I love uh, the idea of of having a, a space that's separate from where you work, and you mm-hmm. go down there and treat it like a job, and you know, drive down, wake up, and fucking, you know, make your coffee, and like, yeah. you know, get to work. Mm-hmm. And it's Cool. Without without the comfort of like going back inside and going like. I'm gonna take a nap in here. (laughs) Facts. You know?
1: So real quick, because you know, I'm sure you don't know. A lot of people don't know. I'm like a Ninja Turtle dude. Fuck yeah, man. So I'm curious, like your favorite figurines outside of like the main four or your favorite two Ninja Turtle characters outside of the main four, who would they be? Shit,
2: man. Um, I love, uh, Muckman is fucking dope. (sighs) Muckman is my fucking dude. Okay. You know, I love Muckman. Um, I think after that, uh, shit some of the og toys like this do you remember mutagen man mm-hmm. yeah ah, that's yeah, like, that great yeah. yeah you fill up slime and mm-hmm. shit yeah like, yeah yeah those those are crazy man um I, after, after painting them i find all kinds of stuff like rat king's got a fucking dead mm-hmm. cat wrapped around his waist yeah. like that type of shit like it's 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 cool to see what they can kind of get away with mm mm-hmm. You know, um, back in the day, or like the Toxic Crusaders. You Remember yeah. those? Yeah, oh yeah, we're gross, but dope. we still
1: get the girls.
2: <laughs> yeah, so the, like that type of like, I love that stuff, man. I love the, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the nineties, ninety shit. Like mm-hmm. brightly colored, love mm-hmm. those colors. You know, um, mm-hmm. those weird neons and like. I don't even remember the Toxic Crusaders had like paint splatters all yeah, over them. Yeah, they were like covered in paint splatters. What was
1: the dog's name? Junkyard. Junkyard or man. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Junkyard. Yeah, mm-hmm. got
2: that big old tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah, uh, yeah. I mean. And it's like nothing nothing like it i don't think kids even like toys anymore not like you that know? not like that yeah. i mean i'll crack them open i crack those mm-hmm. fucking toys open, and just give them a big mm-hmm. old give them a big old sniff like mm-hmm. that plastic Ooh, that new plastic mm-hmm. that should smell great um but yeah i fucking love it's funny uh uh talking to my wife um uh, about when when we first started dating and it was like the early the early aughts so it was probably 2003 2004 or KB's is still around, right?
1: Mm, Shout to KB toys. KB's is still around.
2: Yeah. RIP KB's, man. We go to KB's. We were at the mall and a thousand Manchester was still popping off. Mm. And we went to the mall and KB's, I was like, let's go check KB's out. And she didn't know, like I was secretly like so fucking into like action figures and shit like that. And, and, uh, and I go, let's let's check out KB's. And she's like, all right. And we went in there and they had, I think the 2003 turtles had just come out and, uh, they had them all. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get these right here, you know. Just kind of trying to play it off, yeah. and she's just like, "All right," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get these. I'm gonna get uh, all of them." And she's like, "The fuck? like," kind of had like a little. So I bought them all, you know. And and talking to her like recently, going like, "What what do you think?" Like when I got when we're just like first dating, like you know, your first dating, you're trying to be as fucking cool and suave as you are. Mm-hmm. And I was just like not cool, and I, I take I take like my this girl that I'm dating into a toy store, and I buy fucking toys, you know, like. And I was like, what'd you think? And she's like, I thought you'd like grow out of it. Like, you know, it's just kind of <laughs> something. And it's just like all these years later, you know, almost fucking 20 years later, I'm still like now. Now I make a living from it. So mm-hmm. now, you know, now she can't be mad about it. Right, she can't be. Right. She can't be. Uh, you know, it's like that shit. That shit buys her, uh, you know, dinners. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's mostly what I what I do It's just painting, painting those painting. Uh, I, I like to say, like, there's not really a, a day that goes by that I, I don't like paint in some way, shape or form. Like I'm always painting
1: something. Now, you know? what type of paint are you using for these acrylic ink? I'm or using,
2: what? A, I'm using acrylics, um, golden acrylics, a ton of golden acrylics. There's a, there's these Warhammer paints, the Citadels. Mm. I use those. I use a lot of the Citadels. Um, there's this one, they have these things called, uh, what do they call them? They don't call them washes, but they're for washes. I think they call them something else. But, um, they make these little washes, and I was making my own, right? I was making them out of, like, FW ink. FW ink and, like, airbrush medium, mm-hmm. you know, watering them down, putting, pouring them on the figure, getting them all the crevices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Citadel makes these washes that are, like, fucking magic. I don't know what they're made out of. I have no clue What they're made out of There's like some kind Of alcohol based shit mm-hmm. But when you put it on On a figure It just like falls Into all the grooves Like Ooh. it's great It's fucking great stuff It's great for aging Weathering mm-hmm. Like if you ever want to Age or weather Like a frame or Throw that, song, that patina Throw that on there man mm-hmm. It's fucking great You know it's good stuff um, But yeah I was using that um, Oh you know what, got, what Kind of sparked me Painting figures also Was the Ashley Wood figures mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you ever If you're familiar With the Ashley Wood figures Mm-mm. But Ashley Wood Is like they used they they now he has another company called called um uh, oh, fuck what's he call it it's like u a or something like that but it used to be called three a um the the u it's like u v fuck i can't remember his new company, but the company is called three a um the, just like the the you can spell it out three mm-hmm. and then an a but those figures like they look like they look like his drawings like they look weather it looks like you found this figure like mm-hmm. this, this you know this figure got buried a hundred years ago and you just found it in your backyard like they, they look like that like they look fucking grimy and i i love that yep yeah, there you go right hard. there yeah, yeah, yeah they're fucking dope and yeah. um that that was like a big inspiration to like want to paint my own figures because i wanted to get that i wanted to achieve that paint job mm-hmm. and and i did learn how to do it on certain things you know like make things weathered. oh fuck that's so fucking good look at that Yeah, you guys, I'm looking at
1: this. uh, It's like a a Ronin. And I mean, like, this dude's, like, his pants look like he's just bent. Like, everything is painted really, really nicely, you guys. And I mean, like, yeah, all of the fabric is popping. Like, this is these Ashley Wood. Yeah. Like, this, just Google Ashley Wood Ronin and you'll see what I'm looking at right now.
2: Oh, yeah. No, and they're dope, man. And those figures, those figures are fucking so, they're so cool. And um, I would buy them and it was almost like buying a little piece of art you know mm. like they were cuz they were so expensive mm-hmm. and so um i i i started buying figures based on paint jobs that i wanted to try and figure out ooh, ooh, so okay. that so i bought a bunch of those um i i recently got into buying hot toys cuz i want to see what how they get the, cuz those paint jobs are just insane to me like if you ever want to just trip out on shit um look up some of these hot toys painters cuz they paint they paint these little one six he- with one six is like 12 inch. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they paint these little heads and they're just painting like a Chris Evans head, Chris Evans, Captain America. Mm-hmm. And they're making this look, they, they make it look more like Chris Evans than Chris Evans looks right. Wow. Like it just uh-huh. so fucking. And it's just like the, this level of like realism and like almost masterly oil painter techniques mm-hmm. are so fucking dope. Like to like, you know, for them to, to achieve that on this tiny little scale. But they also hand paint every single figure. So it's like painting the same thing over and over and over, you know. Um, and then just like, yeah, I don't know, putting it on a head and somebody else. There's another craftsman that makes their clothes and there's someone else who's like working on some weird accessory or like whatever. Like that's fucking dope. I love that stuff. Yeah, hard. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like that's like what, what gets my rocks off more than anything else is like people who paint um, like movie props and mm-hmm. like miniatures and things like that. Like as a kid, like I wanted to... I wanted to work in like the movie industry, like do these, like I remember seeing like behind the scenes for like a nightmare before Christmas or like, mm-hmm. for, like Jurassic park or something, you know, and seeing all these behind the scenes, like I was like, fuck, I want to do that I wanna yeah. do that type of stuff. So it's funny, like revisiting it now, you know, after all these years of going a different path of art and then coming back around and going like, this is the type of shit that I love doing as a kid or I wanted to do as a kid, mm-hmm. but now I do it. And now I'm like, you know, this almost 40 year old man, like sitting in my fucking garage, like, painting these little action figures and like doing it in a very taking it a very, very serious or like being very sincere about mm-hmm. it. You know, uh, I'm not just doing it to like, it's like, it's funny. Like I always have to like remind myself of what I'm doing, but then also remind myself that it's valid because you kind of do it and you're like, I don't know if you ever have those moments where you're painting and you're just like, what the fuck am I doing? What is this? Like, this is stupid. Like this is so dumb. But then within that same hour, you're like, I'm a fucking genius, look at this, i'm so look at how fucking great I am, like that so it's like that funny, like you know, having that weird like bipolarism of like you know being an artist of going like, this is ridiculous, like look at this, look at these dumb things that I'm yeah. doing, you know yeah um i I mean, I have that a lot, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know or
1: like the effect that your art has on people, and when they get excited and yeah. you genuinely connect with those figures, yeah, you're just like like, damn me painting this piece of plastic yeah. evoke that emotion in you like oh yeah no this is super valid like i gotta keep going
2: uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah I'm, i mean i i know it's like you you um you search for that for that outside validation but you you do have to like at some point like figure out how to give it to yourself oh fr- to, like facts. you know yep, yep, um because yep. uh i know like i can i can be pretty hard on myself and i know all my friends who are artists can be super hard on themselves and it's like you know, just just uh just letting people know that like, you know what they're doing is cool is like is enough to make them fucking. I know it's like the negative shit uh, hits harder than mm-hmm. you know than the positive shit. I know I know for me it's like the negative stuff kind of fueled a lot of the things. Mm-hmm. Like um, I remember sh- uh, doing like this drawing of like a baby picture and showing it to my to my aunt and then she was like, that doesn't even look like it, and I was like ten or twelve or something. And she, and she was like, that doesn't even look like the photo. Ouch. And I was like, fuck, like I'm fucking, I'm a kid. Like, and she's just like, she wouldn't budge. She was just like, doesn't look, mm-hmm. doesn't look. And that made me go fuck. All right. And like, it didn't make me give up, but it, it did the opposite where I was like, I need to prove her wrong. You mm-hmm. know, I wasn't even like, Oh, I should get better. Like I didn't do it in a positive way. Like I need to work on it. I was just like. I'm gonna prove that bitch wrong, man. Fuck her. Like Mm -hmm. fuck this shit. I still and I still won't. I still won't draw anything for that aunt or make anything for her. And she doesn't know why. She's asked, and I'm like, nope. You ain't getting shit.
1: (laughs) But at the same time, just like that's the repercussion for shitting on a kid's dream, like like making art. And sometimes it's that's like the whole the the conundrum that we're in is like led like kids need to be kids and like and artists need to be artists and finding your way and yeah uh, and a, a 12 year old or a seven year old isn't going to make a fucking you know, like no. a, a beard shot. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that's not gonna happen. This yeah. is like, okay, well, no, like just be happy. Like they're getting some, like some lines on the paper. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. man, keep it yeah. up. That's good work. So I'm curious about art bullying. Can you talk uh-huh. about that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so, so when we were first, and by me we, I mean all of the like the OG Broadway Broadway boys, mm-hmm. um, when we were first here. We were we were kind of mixed. We, we all knew each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before before getting studios in here, we all knew each other. And we all hung out while this place was still bare bones. Like, there was only framing up for where the studios were. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking through and Reza going, this is this is Josh's studio. This is Vicente's studio. This is going to be Moran's studio right here. Like, he's showing us all the studios mm. and going, this one's available. Do you want this one? And I went, yeah, fuck yeah. Um, you're going to be right next to Jason. This is Jason right here. And, like, I had just met Jason. Like, that kind of thing. So, we were all hanging out while this place was being built, mm-hmm. and we had already formed a bond, right
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, we were hanging out because the murals were being done, the mural on the back of Broadway was being painted, and then Jason and I worked on this mural over here, mm-hmm. so we all got to know each other almost like uh doing like a summer camp you know before yeah, you before hard. you go to like you go to school or something you know mm-hmm. so we all knew each other, but there's only uh, i don't know probably six of us or something mm-hmm. and then um uh, we moved in, but there's not. There's not six studios, right? Right. So all those other studios were filled in by different people. Um, some were just like weekend warriors. Some were just people who wanted to have a studio to like store their shit because because their husband or the wife or whatever didn't want to see their stuff in the mm-hmm. house anymore, so they would just store their stuff in here. And uh, and then some were just people who tried their best, but they were just weren't very good, very good artists, you know. Um, so we took it upon ourselves to kind of bully these people out. We had this idea that, like, we're going to show these people that only true artists belong here, which is, like, the worst. Like, it's so fucking shitty to, like, think about it and, like, look back and go, like, oh, man, such a, like, such a young man's, like, shitty thing to do. And there were some battles. There was definitely some battles going on with, like... um Playing music too loud. Oh, the Apple Lady. The, the Apple Lady. Fuck. I haven't listened to Jason's episode, but I don't know if he, he didn't talked talk about, about that. the Apple Lady <laughs> oh on the. Yeah, yeah. didn't talk about
1: That's like some off mic us just kicking. It okay. Type okay. Stuff. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah. was a,
2: there was a lady who who painted a app a bunch of apples and she had like seventy paintings of apples, and she showed up and like, um, we were like, oh, we got to get her out because she was never here, and I feel bad for that lady like thinking about it like oh, that's probably her therapeutic thing to do and we're mm-hmm. fucking with her, but um jason played his music real loud and she went in and she was like she she like banged on his studio banged on his door and uh and he he like answered and she's like can you turn it down and he was like he was like oh uh, yeah and then she goes back and then like comes comes back again like he turns it up again and she comes back she's like can you turn it down and he's just like i you know i i, I don't know what the word exchange was mm-hmm. but she kind of realized he wasn't gonna turn it down, and he was mm-hmm. kind of being an asshole. So she was just like looked at his drawings and was like, "That's ugly," and like left the <laughs> room. <laughs> so she left, and uh, and uh, and she was there for a minute before she moved out. Mm-hmm. You know, we got someone else there. Um, there was this like battle with like you know, uh, Vicente wanted to get his painting up on the big wall on the big hallway wall, mm-hmm. and we kind of had this agreement where the big walls, not the one in front of your studio, but the side ones. Were, we're were free use. Right. Uh, but we were going to take turns showing our stuff there. And there was an artist there. She had her painting up on the wall and month one passed. And uh, and we and we told her, like, hey, can you can you um, take your painting down? Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, no, that's my wall. And we're like, no, that's the community wall. And she's like, there's no community wall. I'm painting. This is my wall. And we're like, what the fuck? And we're like, can you take it down for our hop? At least. And then you put your painting back up. Just take it down for our hop and put the painting back up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope, I'm not doing that. And we're just like, fuck, all right. And so uh, we took the painting down for her, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, um, we found uh, Vicenta had this gigantic painting that took three of us to put up. Damn. Um, it was like on on the wall. We had to find studs for it, put it up. And we put up this giant painting. That would be impossible for one person to take down without like tearing it down or something, mm-hmm. right? so we take so she um well, we put it up and then night before our hop right the fucking big big night right the 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 night before the night before the big show mm-hmm. um she shows up and the paintings there and we all we're waiting for it we're all in our studio we're it's like f- it's probably the second month the studio was even open right and we're in our studio and we're all working and we're like waiting for her and then we we hear like oh shit she's here and so we all like go back to our studio oh, fuck all right close our doors right mm-hmm. we're we're pretending to work, but we're really just listening. And uh, she walks in, and we hear her go- kind of going like she's like with her friend, who also had a studio here. She's with her friend, and she's like, like who took my painting? Who took my? Pay-? We can't hear it, right. Who took my painting down? What's my painting. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she looks, and she knows it's a Vicente, so she goes and she knocks on Vicente's door. She's like, Vicente, uh, can I talk to you? And Vicente comes out uh, naked. He's like fully naked and he's only has his red pumas on and his fucking black socks and he sh- he comes out <laughs> and he's just like and i, I won't say her name because i because it's like fucked up but she uh, but she he comes out and he's just like uh yes like, really calm right mm-hmm. yes gonna help you and she looks at him like what the fuck like because he's the dude's naked with some red pumas on red pumas and some black socks and he, she and and she's like where's my where's my painting and he's just like We decided as a committee that um, the painting needed to come down on this community wall. I wanted to put, and she goes off, and they're going back and forth. But he's he's being really calm, Mm -hmm. but the whole time he's he's naked the whole, and he's just Mm -hmm. like, and and then it's it's fucking quiet, right? You can hear a pin drop in the in the studio. And after a while, she's like, "Come out!" I know you guys are all fucking listening, and we all had to come out. We're just like, uh. She's like, "Who decided this is okay? Do you guys all decide?" And we're just like, uh, we're all nervous. We're like, uh uh, yeah, yeah, we all decided and she's like, what the fuck? And she's like, you know, uh, w- we had like a little moment where she's just like, wanted to like fucking, cause she is- looked at us and we're all like scared boys. We're mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. And we decided it's a committee, you know, and then mm-hmm. she's just like, fuck you know, got all pissed off. And, uh, and then like Vicente, like worked his magic. Like he's just like, Uh, you know, you will show next month. You don't have to show this you know, we take turns and it's just like became this thing and we're just like, All right, fuck. Like we got away, like got away with that, you know, mm-hmm. and then like we from then on, like, we moved on to like every room going like, How can we get this person out? Like how could we you know like we had this like idea to like get people out and mm-hmm. get like our quote unquote real artists in, mm-hmm. you know, which is like it's like the shit. Like looking back, like we're just like, haha, like fuck yeah, we did it. We're, you know, we're fucking, but it's just like art, it's fucking art bullying, Like we were mm-hmm. like fucking assholes, yeah. but it's just like a young man, like you don't know any better. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we did, we, maybe we did know better. I don't know, but you kind of get caught up in like, you know, the, um, the like, you're, you're better than so and so because mm-hmm. you, you, you'll fucking die for this. I'll die for this. You won't die for this. You'll, you're like, you'll do this on the weekends on your spare time. I'm doing this shit. Like I'm fucking crying in front of this canvas. You know, I'm right here. I'm like, you know, spilling blood on this shit. And like, you're over here like painting this weird little thing, you know? Um, so it just became that there was somebody who, um, drew a figure on the wall within charcoal mm-hmm. and they didn't draw feet. And I noticed going around, and this was somebody who was in the studio, um mm-hmm. uh, they're not here anymore but they they I went around to their draw I looked at their drawings and this person is pretty well known in town and I went and looked around at their drawings and they didn't have feet on any other figures mm-hmm. and I was like this person doesn't know how to draw feet mm-hmm. I fucking know it mm-hmm. and they had drawn a drawing on the front of their studio in charcoal it with also with no feet and I was like man this motherfucker I um, I know what I'm going to do and so when he wasn't here, I I drew some feet, some proportioned feet, on him, Tight. and I was like, you know what else I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put some fucking socks on it. so I'm just <laughs> some feet, I put some socks on it, uh-huh. and he he found he was like he was he was pretty you know he was already sort of pretty like yeah like that's pretty funny yeah I don't you know and yeah he wasn't I was gonna draw the feet later he wasn't he was missing I, I wasn't done you know we were just like yeah like he he took the joke uh-huh. but I knew deep down like yeah he doesn't he's he probably still doesn't know how to draw feet you know like. So it's like Mm -hmm. that type of shit where we're just like, you know, that that type of like. (laughs) Let me hook these up. I'm gonna hook these. I'm gonna hook these things up with the two stripes. You know, here you go. Yeah, but it's like that type of shit, like just shenanigans within the studio. You know, there was all kinds of shit like, um, somebody got dog poop thrown under their studio to Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's just like this type of like, (laughs) um, you know that and and going like, and I I always like felt for Reza like going like, fuck, dude, he must be getting all these calls of like people Mm -hmm. going, you know, this and this is happening. I'm paying rent or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like. Just fucking art. We're not even paying rent. We're exchanging fucking drawings for it. Well see, and the know? thing
1: is though, is but shit like that, I don't think people ever stopped calling him because I mean I've been here for almost five it'll be five years next month. Yeah. And there's been you know there's always like a crop of like oh, bad yeah. apples. Yeah. You know?
2: I mean I I've I've already heard like the 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 news stories, mm-hmm. you know, of like of like people uh parting a little too hard mm-hmm. and uh and things going down, so it's like yeah you, I can kind of see It It just always happens Shit you know? we had
1: a full on Punk rock band in here For like a year I was battling them niggas <laughs> oh, Cause shit. every art hop They went to have a show Yeah And I'm like dude Like I'm trying to sell These paintings And these old ladies Are leaving Because yeah. you're blasting Like yeah, you're it, having the A fucking, performance The,
2: the way the sound bounces Off mm-hmm. of these walls It's like It's so loud It's, mm-hmm. it's deafening Yeah we, we had we, we had bands And stuff mm-hmm. here But again it was always like we had those we had the that type of thing on like a saturday mm-hmm. yeah you know um it was never like during our hop mm-hmm. because cuz uh, everyone running it we all wanted to sell stuff on our hop see? so we would th- there's no way we would try and uh uh sabotage ourselves Facts. from from having a mm-hmm. you know but something see, that was unc- that fucking type of yeah
1: but then the thing is is when you get a bunch of people who aren't trying to sell art you and and that's kind of yeah you know it's like oh man and you know every like yo uh, i just want to be in here and i'm going to be like an emo kid and i'm gonna let like all of these people show in my studio and i'm gonna get all of my other homies in here and then we have a collective of people who aren't really artists no you know no so then that's kind of it's funny because you guys experience like y'all trying to get niggas out like who weren't artists and then i experienced like the 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 inverse of like Motherfuckers bringing their homies in Who like weren't really doing shit Yeah Yeah
2: and that's always I mean that's always like uh, That's like a a shitty aspect of Of having a Having a space to show Mm -hmm. Like as much as I I I used to really hate Gatekeepers Mm -hmm. Like I I understand where that Comes from now Mm -hmm. And even Not even now But even When you put together a show You know You put together an art show And you ask somebody Hey you want to be in this show Mm -hmm. And they go yeah yeah can my girlfriend be in it too and you're like <laughs> or even or not even being on a sexist way but mm-hmm. you might ask you might ask uh somebody and they might say my boyfriend mm-hmm. can yeah, my boyfriend yeah, yeah. be in the show mm-hmm. and you're like what is, what's his artwork look like and they show it to you and you're like this shit sucks like this is the worst look at this it's like a it's like a a, a canvas with like a lavender on it and like a a, a letter mm-hmm. like what what's this What's this this isn't a painting it's like you know, it doesn't look like anything, and 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 they're like, "Oh, he has a lot of work. Can he show?" And it's just like that type of thing where you go, yeah. like, "No, it, this is a curated show. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curating who I want to show in this place." And um, you know, you run into that, and it's always terrible when you walk into a show because if you see a bunch of sh- a bunch of sh- like, you're not gonna go in and go, oh, "I'm gonna look through all of these paintings with this weird lighting." Oh, there's a red there's red light bulbs in here for some reason. There's some <laughs> kid on the floor and uh, there's this person there's like these people blocking the doorway and they're like i don't know if they're of age but they're all drinking and it's like the last thing i want to do is shove through all these people to look at some artwork Mm -hmm. where i already know by the way the person's dressed that that art's gonna suck like i don't want to look at it because i know like you look like shit you know you got weird shoes on your shoes are ugly you probably don't know how to how to like make cool art because mm-hmm. you don't even know how to if pick good shoes
1: facts right <laughs> you can't even put yourself together <laughs> yeah. what you doing
2: yeah was like a it's like a callback to like a movie that i uh, uh the devil wears prada mm-hmm. um there's a part where like anne hathaway's character walks in and it just stuck with me i know it's like a weird reference but it stuck with me because she walks into this interview with like glenn close's um character mm-hmm. i don't remember who she's she's supposed to be some high-end fashion editor or something and uh, and she tells her, she's like, oh, you don't know anything about fashion. And she's like, how do you know? And she looks at her for a second, like gives her like, you know, the up and down. And she's like, oh, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Like that type of thing. It's just yep. like, yep. Like if you don't curate yourself, I know you don't curate. Cause even, and it isn't even saying you have to have money or like do this or, you know. But I, I've seen like dudes who only shop in like thrift stores and shit. Who nice. like have fucking look nice. They got it together, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, I know that their house is probably put together. Their fucking art collection is probably like really well curated. Like they, they curate everything. They don't, you know, they don't listen to bad music. You know, they're not getting into their car and fucking blasting Kesha or some shit. You know, they're listening to like (laughs) some fucking, some band you've never heard of. Mm -hmm. And all, and they only made three CDs and he's got one of them, you know, that type of shit, (laughs) you know, that's just like everything, everything about you echoes in your artwork. Mm -hmm. And you know, um, yeah. I mean, even now, like I, I, I feel older and a little more mature about things, mm-hmm. but man, I still like I, and, and if your art sucks, like I'll never tell somebody that their art sucks. Maybe I would have like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. but even then I don't like like being mean to people. Facts. Like even if, even if you know, we were art bullies at mm-hmm. one point, like I don't like to be mean to people. Like if someone's like, what do you think? I'll be like. That's
1: great. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You're the best artist I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it's not true. See, I'll, yeah, you can, guys said yeah. I like to. Here's mine. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you did. <laughs> I see what okay, you did. I see. Ah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You
2: do like the mm-hmm. mm,
1: look at you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah no,
2: I'll, I'll be like, God, it's great. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's the best thing I've ever seen. But yeah. if they actually go like, what do you? If they actually they want to talk shop, mm-hmm. then I'll you know I'll, I'll talk shop. Yeah. Like, how you know i did this i did that or whatever like did i use the right paint and i did like i'll always talk i love talking shop like mm-hmm. i love exchanging secrets and doing that type of thing but um you know yeah it, as far as like hurting someone's feelings who like sucks like yeah i don't i don't like i don't yeah. like fucking but so being you, a meanie
1: i'm a, what, at the weirdest time one one night um it was like after art hop and there was a a studio resident, the one like, um, you know, people might say they, he, this cat reminds you of them. Right. Okay. So, so this particular artist asked me, said, James, do you respect me as an artist? Right. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. And then he was like, you know, my artwork and shit. And I'm like, what do you, I don't understand what you're asking me. Uh Right. So then he was like, you know, like, the stuff I make, do you respect it? I said, okay, I respect, yeah, I respect all of my colleagues because yeah. we all have to get up, like, and do the stuff and stuff. And then he asked me, he tried to ask me a different question. Uh, he asked me the same thing a different way, and I had to just keep it a thousand. I said, okay, I think I understand what you're asking me. Yeah. If we're playing art kickball, am I going to pick you for my team? No. <laughs> fuck
2: damn yeah you're like you'll get us you'll be the uh guy who goes and gets but i mean like i respect you
1: as an artist because like you can respect something and not really like it you know like i respect the the fact that you get up and but it's like does that connect with me not so much
2: Uh, yeah yeah and and i do i do respect respect that it like if like when you see like um like i I watch a lot of like the r21s Mm -hmm. like the r21s like little clips and whatnot and uh and i love I love seeing that even if I don't care for the person's art like their artwork mm-hmm. like if it's some weird sculpture thing or like they're they're like a, a strange like like uh, like abstract expressionist painter, but the paintings are like whatever mm-hmm. but they get up and you see the work that they've put in mm-hmm. and you know they've been doing it for like forty years mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like you see their jacket and their jacket's like fucking tattered and worn and covered in paint mm-hmm. and it's like i I respect that fully more than more than the person who's like doing the whole show and doing like I'm this, I'm a fucking artist and I'm doing mm-hmm. that and I'm tortured and I'm just like it's okay to be tortured. Like this I mean I, I you know all of us we all have that shit. We all mm-hmm. have that aspect. You know, I know I know I do. I know I'm like, you know, I've got my own demons and it's like um do you have to have those things to make good artwork? Like, no. I mean you don't have to, you know, I don't think you ha- I don't think you have to go through all that. Um but also if you go through all that and you put yourself through all that shit and you still don't make good artwork, then maybe it's something else. Maybe mm-hmm. you got to work. Maybe you got to fucking you just need like uh, a, a therapist to talk to or something, yeah. Yeah. you know. But, uh, you know, don't take up the good studio. Give it to someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let yeah. someone who have a studio who maybe has the demons but can also make good artwork because mm-hmm. that is there is that, you know, there's just like it's like you're the you're the you're doing the fucking uh, Kurt Cobain thing but you, but your music sucks, mm-hmm. then it's just like, maybe you're just like an, uh, a weirdo who, um, isn't very good at music and you're just, you know, you just kind of use it as the crutch. So, I mean, there is, there is that, you know, if someone says like, do you, do you respect me as an artist? It's like, well, I mean, do you take the craft serious? Like, are you putting that work into the artwork? Um, I mean, you know, and it's pretty evident when someone does or doesn't you Mm know uh you can't really lie on the on the fucking you know you can't you can't like cheat on the test when it comes to like going man i've been working real hard this this fucking and you're going dude you've been showing the same painting for three years Mm -hmm. you're not working hard you're Mm -hmm. not working on anything because it's like i don't ever see you when i do see you you're just fucking hanging out like do you paint at home probably not Mm because all your paint stuff's here yeah you know um So there is that man. I'm getting all riled up fucking thinking about like shitty
1: artists. That's good. That's (laughs) Uh, good. Yeah. That shows you still care.
2: I do, man. I do care. I do care. I, I, I enjoy, I love, um, the, I love the process. I love being around people who also love the process. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's, that's my favorite shit more than going to art shows. Like I don't really enjoy going. I love looking at art, but Mm -hmm. I don't really like going to art shows you know because um because it's never about the the art Mm -hmm. it's always like you show up and like people want to talk about other stuff and like you know um i just want to see the art i like that i do like i mean i also like like seeing people that i haven't seen in a long time Mm -hmm. but it's like trying to do the two things at once is Mm -hmm. always fucking tough and that that's what's always tough about Art Hop. It's like you're either trying to see people or like trying to see the artwork, but there's no way to like do both because mm-hmm. it's always like you know so it's fucking yeah. yeah. But you know. or
1: you're trying to sell artwork and then the people want to come and talk to you and bang bang bang. So that's taken away from your time. Ah to sell. man,
2: yeah that that always that always sucks too. Yeah, I, I forget about that those types of things where you're trying to sell some artwork and uh, people want to chat, or mm. they want to catch up. Yeah, and you're like, and you see people like looking at your work and they're kind of looking at you like. I want to talk to you about this painting and you're going like, fuck, dude, I got to catch up with this. I don't have to catch up, but this person wants to catch up yep. and I'm mm-hmm. going, Ehh. you know, I've gotten a little better about it mm-hmm. um, going like, hey, I'm, I'm going to talk to this person real quick. I'll be, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. But it, it's definitely tough to do. And and then also, if it's someone you actually want to, that you haven't seen in a long right. time, and you do want to catch yep. up, you're like, mm-hmm. ah, fuck it, I'll talk to that person later and you never see that person again. Mm-hmm. You know, if they really want it, they'll leave you a card or something. But, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I always... I always um uh, always make it that. I'm always like they didn't really want it. If they wanted it, they would they would have waited. <laughs> oh, you know?
4: Man.
1: Yeah.
2: That that's how I c that's how I sleep. That's how I sleep better. Like that's how I convince myself I'm like, I didn't really want it anyways. It was they were just bullshitting.
1: Yeah. That way I can keep having these conversations. Yeah. So Amador man, it's, we we are almost at like three hours in this Damn. piece, man. Yeah. So you know, let's we gonna go ahead. I know you got some stuff to get to. Schedules are tight. Um, so before we wrap everything up, do you have any shout outs you want to give?
2: Um, shit, man. Um, I mean, shout out to like all my like my OG Broadway crew and even um, even the generation after. You know, um, there was a like all all the all like the OG boys that were here. Um, you know, like uh like Vicente Aiello, Josh Wigger, uh Icho, Jason Graham, um, Michael Howe, uh shit, who else? Um Ramiro Martinez came in after. He was kind of one of the after guys. Um but uh, it's like him, um, uh Frank, you know, Frank Tamares. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um let's see who else was that? was in here after um shit, uh Christian Vargas was here. Shit, there's so many. Um, I mean, I'm going to forget people too, but everyone else. Oh, Jason Graham, of course was one of the OG boys. I almost freaking forgot him. Um, Omar was one of the, you know, super, super was, was mm. here. was one of the, one of the OG guys that was around. Uh, shit, man. Yeah. Every, all the shout outs to, to, to all them, dude. I I know I haven't seen a, a lot of them in a, in a long time. Hope everyone is, uh, is, is doing well and, mm-hmm. and fucking thriving on that shit. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, man, I, you know, and and we like to provide that platform so you can actually get get those shout outs going. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now where can they catch you on the web?
2: Um, my uh, so I, I I had a website with all my artwork and like sketchbooks and stuff, and then I I didn't check it for years, and I don't know what the fuck happened to it, so it doesn't exist anymore. Um, so I don't have a website anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Robert Amador Draws is my is my main art account. Um, uh, but I I I almost. I almost never post things there. I think Mm -hmm. the only time I post things are like when I paint a mural or when I have a child. Mm -hmm. Like those are like, they're like, it's like a, uh, you, you see like how many kids I have, like as the, (laughs) it's like a mural and then a kid being born and then a mural and then a kid being born. Um, uh, yeah, I used to paint a lot more murals on the outside and Mm -hmm. then I started painting murals on the inside. So I, most of the murals that I've painted are inside some prison. So that you can't, that no one can ever see except if you go to the prison, mm. uh, which you don't want to. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Robert Amador draws. And then uh, my, uh, I guess what is considered my main account now, because that's where I spend all my time, is uh, Does Machines 84 So at Does Machines 84 on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where you see a bunch of toy, toy bullshit. And I don't mean toy like graffiti shit. I mean like literally toys. Yeah. You know, action figures. Yeah.
1: So we will put. Your descriptions, uh, or your link, or you know, your contact info in the description yeah, so yeah. for the episode, and then that way they can get to you, um, and check that out, you but, know, yeah. and yeah, man, you like the thing is, is. We appreciate you, uh, Robert Amador, coming through, man. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me, man. Mm-hmm. I know we've been uh, we've been doing the dance for a while, trying mm-hmm. to get trying to get trying to get together. But you yeah. know, hope, glad it worked so, out.
1: And then so next uh, we got Josh Wigger, and then that'll like make four. We just basically need him and Reza, and then that's yeah, like need the Reza. Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to pull up on Reza. I'm gonna have to, uh, take all my equipment and you know set yep. that up over there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: It might be what you have to do with him. Yeah. For sure yeah definitely
1: alright family you guys know what time it is you could be anywhere on the internet but you're here with us and we appreciate that catch us again next week same BS time same BS channel once again this is some shit I just thought of y'all scientific fiction that's not admissible in no court of law I'm out of here like Vladimir James Drills over and out art and
0: bullshit podcast